0: What is up scintillating strangers welcome to the season seven finale of the strange sessions as always i am kurt and i am in a different position at the table so i am like thrown completely off discombobulated because krista wants to make me change stuff knowing how much i love it i am here (laughs) with my lovely co-host krista and our special it's become a tradition now for the for the finale to have our much-loved guest co-host, my brother, Corey, across the table from me. How are you doing? Doing good.
1: Are you excited to be here? Oh, yeah, always.
0: Yeah. Um, So he will be here for the finale... There's still rumors of a Christmas episode. Yeah, I don't know where people get don't this know. from. Don't it's know. It's so weird. Don't know. It's almost an internet mystery. We might have to have an episode oh, about that. a mini mystery. Yeah, it's a mini mystery. Mm. Like, where's this? Like where does it. this fake news come out about our Christmas episode? Fake
2: news, people.
1: Probably somebody hacked something on Reddit. Posted, yeah, it's pro-
0: it, so. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> probably, probably. It sounds like a teaser for our topic today, actually. But before we start, officially, we just want to say, if you want to jump to the actual topic discussion, the show notes will have the time listed in it. And there's somebody awesome on YouTube that keeps putting it I into know. YouTube.
2: Whoever that is, thank so you. So
0: please jump to that. Uh, if I got a feeling today's Tittle Lane 20 is going to go long because we have a lot to talk about. And stuff to open and taste tests to do. So if you don't want to deal with any of that foolishness, just go forward (laughs) to the time listed in the show notes where we start talking about the topics. Um, I also, just for like an umbrella topic, I want to say that this episode is going to deal with some, Yes. did you say graphic stuff?
2: Some of the stuff I talk about is kind of graphic. And
0: some of the stuff that Corey and I talk about in ours is like adult themed so I'm not gonna put it as uh, like an explicit episode right. because it's we not don't swear. We or do anything. have a little bit of a swear word coming with <gasps> Corey and I. It's what? the B word that ends with a D. Somebody that doesn't have a father.
2: Oh, sure. yeah. So that okay. we're gonna
0: because that's kind of important to that case. But
2: they had to tell me what it was. because I But ours know. <laughs>
0: deals with some sketchy stuff. Okay. So just Mine is listener just discretion. And for my students. Like you, our story is actually going to probably be boring to you because it's not paranormal; it's more like an internet mystery. Mm-hmm. But just be warned that there is some graphic slash adult may not be suitable coming. for strangelings. For strangelings, yes. Um, is there anything? This will probably be the last episode that will not be in video format on YouTube. Yes. I think starting next season, we are going to do. Every episode video style.
2: Yeah, and I did apply for monetization last night. Oh boy. So we'll see. That
0: money's going to come rolling in.
2: Well, they have to approve us and it can take a month.
0: So I'm waiting for the armored armored trucks to show up outside and just give us bags of money.
2: Just, (laughs) you know, making it rain. Um, Yeah, I don't really understand how it all works. I guess we'll find out. But so yeah, if you listen on YouTube, you may at some point start hearing ads and we hope people understand that, you know, we're trying to do something with the show. Yeah. we're it's hard to find trying, anything on trying YouTube without ads. We're trying to able ads. to not work and just do oh, the that podcast. Amazing. That would be nice. All well,
1: people can boycott your podcast and then get it to advertisers yeah. Yeah. to start well, And then we'll be on. viral. Yep.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have one more thing, but I want to jump into shout outs before I forget them. So I want to give shout-outs to our newest stranger. I think we've had one stranger since the last episode, and that is Krista Munzu. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Hey, yeah. Krista. Hey, Krista. Krista the, the other Krista. We have everything. another Krista twinny. Krista with a K. So thank you so much for joining the strangers. And I want to give a special shout-out to my coworker Zach Woodside. What's up, Zach? Who, I don't even sure. remember how it came up. Like, I told, I told him I'd do a podcast, and he went on his break and listened to it, and he came back, and he's like, dude, he's like... I wasn't expecting it. it. Suck. I, yeah, he was like, I wasn't <laughs> expecting it to be so like professional. That's funny. So, professional we don't hear very often used yeah. with us, but Zach's an awesome guy. Like I love working with Zach. So Zach, thank you so much for everything nice you said about the podcast.
2: I'm glad you're connecting with coworkers now.
0: I'm starting to. Yeah. And uh just uh, um Shout out to all of my ex-students. Like I love you guys. And they found me on TikTok now. So oh, nice. I'm getting I'm getting comments that literally made me teary when I read Aww. them. So I love you guys and I miss you dearly. So I
2: keep forgetting we're on TikTok.
0: And I think Clara <laughs> and Brenna got their I know oh, Clara good. got her cap. Brenna got her cap too. Nice. I messaged her yesterday. So love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, that's
2: a great reminder that we have hats for sale. So if you're looking for a Christmas gift for your favorite stranger, yes. go to the Kofi. <laughs> Um, website and you can purchase a hat there
0: but as far as housekeeping i also want to say before i forget that we are going to change things around next season mm-hmm. because it's hard for krista to edit the video, Dude, the, video the video stuff video is stuff. a lot of work
2: so what, and it's time-consuming.
0: What we're gonna do next season is we're just gonna stop doing the show because yeah, we're it's going to be too much work. <laughs> yeah. But what we're gonna do next season is we are going to record one weekend and then we will release the episode the following weekend. So it will yeah. no longer be record Saturday, release at it Sunday. It's but you be guys shouldn't really notice. No, the you difference. guys won't notice a difference. It'll give me more time to edit the episode. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Audibly. to to, yeah audio yeah uh, yeah just in case i have to we haven't really edited the episodes a ton lately right but it'll just give us a week with the episode to do any changes we have to do so that's going to be a little change for next season but like i said you guys won't notice it it's just you're not getting the episodes a day after we record them
2: yeah it takes a good three to four hours just to um export the video after i'm done editing it yeah and then it takes another good three hours to upload it to YouTube Yeah, and get it through all of that. And the editing process can take a couple of hours and it's yeah. just hard to do it's, all that. It seems so long. It, it's, yeah. I think the we don't have a fast enough laptop because I was watching a YouTube video and somebody talked about upgrading their laptop and it literally takes less than an hour for... A long video, but it's like this is a new laptop, and I don't know how to make it any faster. Hey, if there are any techie people out there who know how to make That's this no. laptop faster without having yep. to buy a new one, yep, hit me up.
0: Um, and I also want to give a special thank you to Blaine.
2: Oh yeah, Blaine, who gave
0: us our first ever
2: ghost box, ghost spirit, uh, spirit box? box. I yeah. was
0: drawing, drawing a blank on the name of the thing. Gave us a spirit box, so thank you so much, Blaine. Uh, Krista use just it at our upcoming yes, investigation. Krista just ordered some
2: got a rem pod another yeah, spirit got, box yeah we got
0: a bunch of stuff coming in and then beth who did yeah. our toy and b tiles t-shirts is sending us a bunch of her ghost hunting equipment so all of a sudden investigations. We're, <laughs> we're, we went from having nothing to swimming yeah in ghost hunting equipment so thank you so much you guys
2: i'm excited for like phase two of our investigations yep. like yep. better equipment I don't know. Different approach. uh,
0: I don't know if I should save this for the end of the episode. I'm going to do it now. Uh, One of our strangers, Ed, he runs his YouTube channel is called Chameleon Ed. And he listened to the Gary Sudbrink episode, and then he wrote me and said, "Hey there, strangers. After your recent podcast covering covering the Gary Sudbrink telephone calls, I was inspired to do a little audio tinkering on the recordings. Mm-hmm. I've always enjoyed this story and had an idea that I could speed up and, in turn, raise the pitch and the voice of the mysterious caller. Is that
2: the thing? The, yeah, where the okay. guy called and kept said, what calling are you coming and... back to Texas. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That okay, one. <laughs> um, that was a creepy one. So
0: he went. He said he he did the audio manipulations and he put it on his his YouTube channel. He said." I hate to say it because I love the case, but I think the caller just sounds superhuman when played back at a regular pitch. Audio engineers had been varying the speed of tape recording since at least the 60s. I'd be very interested in hearing your thoughts at some point. So I wrote back to him and then he wrote back and said, awesome to hear from you, Kurt. I'm a loyal listener and so thrilled that I can play a small part in your story. Considering the why of it all, I hate to throw shade on the guy, but I think Gary is probably the first person I would look at if I were investigating this case. We Hmm. only have his word that he was approached at the airport, right? Mm -hmm. He could have said these calls up with a co-conspirator though it is surprising that no one has come forward by this point hmm, i may have talked myself out of my own argument <laughs> thanks for taking the time to write happy holidays to you and krista and looking forward to the next episode thank you so much ed uh his yeah. youtube channel is called chameleon ed one word just one long word so what
2: what does he cover on his channel i'm kind not sure same, okay. I, i'm not
0: sure but he, i think he does a lot I'll of audio stuff but okay. he he fixed the audio to make it sound like human and it does so if you want to go to that Check it out. Cool. So thank you so much, Ed. Uh, do we have any other housekeeping? I'm, I feel like I'm talking a mile a minute so. I'm trying to squeeze because we have a lot to do.
2: Corey has a curfew. Corey does have a curfew. <laughs> we'll be fine. We'll be um, <laughs>
0: fine. Um, should we jump into taste test and we have stuff from we have two packages to yeah. open clara my student sent us a bunch of stuff sweet i think there's a bunch of candies in here so we might save some of those for the season premiere oh sure next season because yeah. candy i'll keep
2: yeah just a reminder don't send us any perishables yes in the yeah. next couple of months because we're taking a break now so
0: but we're gonna do taste test first and then we're gonna jump into opening these packages and then jump into the episode okay okie dokie Trying to get this all figured K-doki out here. Smoky, So our taste test. These are both sent to us by David Bond. I think this was sent to. He's
2: us. been killing it with his taste has test been. lately.
0: I think we've had something like this before.
2: Did he send you like a box with just yeah, a bunch of stuff? Was, okay. No, he gave.
0: Because I I was taking care of their cat. Oh, that's so nice. he he left stuff there. Nice. So these two are from David Bond. I think they're going to be good. This one I'm a little leery about because everybody knows I hate cream corn. I think we've had something Ooh, like this. I think we have. It's like the puffed. It just a sweet, sweet corn, corn,
2: not cream corn. Do we have
1: something like that in the in Japan, our Japanese box? Yeah, Japan in our Japanese
0: Kareta Kareta snack or... box? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have that. I'm
2: feeling I'm going to love it. Should I open it?
0: Yeah. I could I could love it or hate it. I like I'm I'm weird about cream corn. Oh
2: boy. Why?
0: If I had a taste <laughs> test, if I had to choose between something spicy and cream corn, I would do something spicy.
2: I literally can't. Oh my. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god. We'll get
0: better with that. Will we Oh my god. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Corey. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Give it to Corey. <laughs> this is why we're bringing in a big podcasting <laughs> money.
0: People can listen to three people try to open a bag of something. <laughs> oh, Corey's going oh stab Corey stabbed it with a pen.
2: When in doubt, stab, stab it, with it with a pen.
1: Yeah, you're not gonna like this. Oh, does it totally smell like cream take, corn? You can completely
2: take some. Well they're like puffs. Mm-hmm. It's like a cheese ball.
0: <laughs> I'm a little leery by all your Surprised You can't by all your all over faces there across the table yet.
2: Let me take some pictures. Oh, cheesy poofs! Wow, they're not cheesy poofs though. They're corny poofs.
0: I'm I'm ready whenever you guys yeah. are. Okay, ready? Oh, ready? Yep. Oh, oh. Mm. I like them. No, <laughs> nope.
2: Are they a little stale?
0: I think that's just the way they are.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I guess it's hard to tell, but I like them. Nope. I like them. No. Nope.
2: Do you like corn in general? Yeah. Are you
1: shaking your head no then I had another one? <laughs> I got to make sure.
2: He had to make sure he hates it. I'm going to I don't it. hate
0: it. It's just I would not eat those willingly on my own.
2: Yeah, I'm not going out of my way to buy them or anything, but well, it's like a nine out But of as ten.
0: far I'm going to give them a 7 because they do wow. taste a heck of a lot like cream corn. Yeah, it's
1: got a lot of flavor. It's not yeah, really yeah. subtle or anything. No.
0: Though. So I'm giving them a 7 because
2: I'm they, gonna give him a seven as well. They're I don't. The texture is not as crunchy. The as The aftertaste is like not, actually good. I mean, they're crunchy, but they just nine seem out kind of, 10. of stale. Tasty. I'd...
0: Okay, Corey, nine out of ten. Me and Krista, seven out of ten. You guys finish those up. This next one from David is sesame snacks.
2: He's really into the sesame stuff.
0: Well, I think these are like from different countries and stuff that are big with. Like that, I think was actually from a different country.
2: This
1: one?
0: No, the the corn, oh. the nasty cream corn thing.
1: I saw somebody on Instagram that had a. Uh... American Doritos, the nacho cheese, the regular flavor, and then he had the Mexican version. Mm-hmm. Oh. He said it was completely different. Yeah, well, I didn't like, realize. I, like, like I, know I go people on talk about like the Mexican. I go coke on and stuff Good like Mythical
0: that. Mornings when sometimes I didn't realize that either. A Good Mythical Morning sometimes they'll try different like Doritos from different countries and then they have to figure out what country it's from because they've got some funky like Dorito flavors and Dorito flavors. Show, by the way. Good Mythical Morning, yes. I love Good Mythical Morning.
2: They're so funny. The one guy reminds me of Dana Carvey so much. Yeah. Oh, there's like three things in here. Yep. It's perfect. I'm just gonna take one and pass oh, and pass it. Ooh, oh, oh good. Hmm. Smells it's good. good. <laughs> it smells like halva. Does it? A little bit. Hmm. Okay, ready? Ready. Mm. Oh. Mm. I like that. Very sesame. I I mean it's literally sesame seeds. It, that's there's like no mm. it tastes like a crunchier hava
0: there's like no flavoring it's just basically
2: Definitely.
0: i like it I mm-hmm. know yeah.
2: yeah.
0: it feels relatively healthy too
1: and just the right amount of sweet
0: and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. a little salty I'm gonna give yeah. that a nine yeah that's good i did not expect to like it
2: i'm actually giving it a 10
0: wow I know this was busting out a 10 hmm mm. Yeah, I'm really giving. I'm good. bumping mine up to ten. Are I you? really like that.
1: Like I would love to have it. these at home to eat. Yeah, I'll say it a nine. That's yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. Only thing I could give ten were the. Uh, what was that stuff that you? Dunder salts. Yeah, that was a ten. <laughs> <laughs> this is what makes Cory. The Crickets were a ten.
0: <laughs> Not when you got the antenna stuck in your teeth. Oh. <laughs> uh. Okay, we have a package.
2: Didn't we have scorpion popsicles too? Yeah. Not popsicles. Yeah, suckers. I, I couldn't.
0: I couldn't eat mine. We have a package sent to us from Jennifer, okay. loyal stranger Jennifer.
2: Uh oh. Krista, <laughs> go in with confidence that you're going to open this package. Over our
0: holiday break, maybe I'll come here and we'll have package opening lessons
1: and practice.
2: I mean, we do have a ceremonial dagger from Sophie and Adam. Mm.
1: You guys just have all the security guys you have out front open. Oh, our <laughs> audio <laughs> engineers, our audio engineers. Ray
2: I don't know what these are. No, and... oh, they look podcasting cute. underwear. <laughs> I got them on. Well, yeah. oh, there's a card. Do you want to read the card? Something knitted, green, my favorite color. Looks like Minecraft colors. Oh, I, I don't, I even know what that is. It's a good reference. Oh, <laughs> you ready? Yeah.
0: Merry Christmas, Kurt and Krista. When I saw these pickles on Facebook, I knew they would be perfect for you guys. <laughs> <You're pickles. laughs> I had my mother make up oh a couple for you. Oh, I thank you so
2: They're <laughs> so adorable. Cute.
0: Stay amazing yeah. and strange. Can't wait for the cool. next season. Many blessings and well wishes of joy for the holiday and new year. Oh, oh thank gosh. you so much, Jennifer. They're so cute. Thank you so they don't much, smell Jennifer. Pickly, do they? No. Oh, no, they're so
2: cute. What does it say? Life isn't always...
0: Bread and butter. So this pickle is here to help you dill with all that life. This is so cute. Thank you so much. I'm going to take a picture. Thank you so much, Jennifer.
2: i got to take a picture. These are adorable.
1: A little seasoning packet in there of dill where every time you squeeze it a little... That would be great. I
2: I do have dill. Dried dill. Oh, they're so cute. Okay. We gotta and find my, a place and
0: my student Clara sent us a whole bag of stuff that we're gonna.
2: Are we gonna taste one thing?
0: We can taste one thing. So this is Kurt and Krista. It says pin.
2: Ooh. Are we opening this right now? Yep. Okay.
1: Aww.
2: Sorry, this is riveting for people who are listening right. Oh, there's stuff. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, she made these. Oh, <laughs>
0: that's
1: cute.
2: Little that is so ghosty. Cute.
1: That is so cute.
2: A little bloodshot eyeball. That was cute too. And a mushroom. <laughs> oh my god. So adorable. They're little handmade pins. How sweet is that?
1: That is super nice.
0: Oh, and a note from her. Oh I love this girl. Getting all teary. Yeah, don't cry. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm gonna do my best. To Mr. K from Clara. And because she's talking about the cap, because I gave her the cap. Oh, hi. It's so nice that you got me that hat. I also love the podcasts. The calls on the last one were crazy. She's the one that told me she got the Gary Subring phone calls, kind of freaked her out. We're so crazy and scary. Also, most of the stuff I sent is homemade, and I hope you're doing great. You're amazing. Have a nice day. Hi, Krista. You're amazing. Hope you're also doing great. There are names on the back of the things that are assigned to the person who is supposed to open them, so their names are written on there. Oh. Free doodles. And she put doodles at the end.
2: Was my name on the envelope? Yeah, yes, where's so mine? My name okay, good. Uh, oh, She
0: mine. didn't know you were going to be on <laughs> <What>? it. Thank <laughs> you so much, so Clara. Cute.
2: I'm going to have to figure out how to display these. So,
0: Clara, we're going to open some of your stuff next season, here? or maybe if there's a Christmas episode coming up. I so don't know. So, here think. are some stickers. <laughs> stickers for Krista. Sweet. And stickers
2: for Are Kurt. we saving these for next time?
0: Um, let's open those in a Christmas episode. Okay. We're going to save the stickers for the oh, if there's a Christmas if episode, there's a... <laughs> if there's a Christmas episode, we're going to open that. Just totally is a Christmas for decor in the recording room. Oh, stop it. Oh, decor?
2: I just want to display this. I know she
0: she she oh, is adorable. Clara is so talented and awesome and I just adore her.
2: The fact that somebody took the time to make this know, stuff for us is just so open
0: that about it. open that because we're gonna right now yep because we're this going one? to be yeah because we are going to be changing the decor down here. here after the holidays.
2: I'm excited. It's mostly just gonna be painted a lighter color, <laughs> and I'm hoping to have bookshelves and stuff down here. And you know, I clearly I'm supposed to tear it. I know. Here, I love it. But... <laughs>
0: Clara was always she she'd always draw me things. My fridge is like covered with stuff.
2: Oh my gosh that is so cute look at how cute that is this is so cute
0: this this will be hanging in our yes let me take a picture that's so cute thank you clara
2: it's like a little green is it a frog
0: it looks like a little monster
2: it's adorable
1: that's crazy i remember at the school when you guys had like you didn't even have a like cork board and then you got yeah. one and it had like two or three things on it. I know. And now looking down here, it's like the entire room is all just covered with stuff. Yeah. We that could use sent another us. one
2: because I'm running out of space actually to hang stuff up. I have stuff just sitting over here because I don't know where to go with it.
0: Clara, this is awesome. Thank you so much. Yes, thank
2: you. Thank you for our stuff. I mean, how cute is that? I
0: know. Thank you so much for our stuff. We're going to open more of yours in the next couple episodes. So thank you so much, Clara and Jennifer. Thank you so much for the stuff.
2: I think we're right on time. Are we? Yes. Okay. We're at almost exactly 20 minutes, I would say. Okay, because is there anything had, else that we have to... We had like five minutes of uh,
0: unedited. Yeah, is there anything else that we have to... I think so. I feel like I'm forgetting something. We always do. Um, <laughs> Corey, tell yeah, us about anything, Corey, tell us about yourself. Tell us about yourself. You
1: road like road long, road
0: walks road. <laughs> long walks <laughs> on the beach? walks
2: on
1: the beach? You like pina coladas? When is your birthday? September 20th. Wow.
2: Well, I consider myself a Virgo, even though technically I'm a Leo, but I'm right on the cusp. I'm 100% I'm
0: dancer. so
2: much more Virgo than I Leo. always think
0: of my first year at school, Samantha was an eighth grader at the time. One of my favorite, like, like when I started there, she's one of the reasons I stayed with that job because I was like, these kids are amazing. Like I was put with a really good lunch group and she was in there, but she was like big into astrology mm-hmm. and then i was t- talking to the classroom one day at lunch or whatever and she raised her hand and she goes mr k can i ask you something and i said yeah and she goes you're a cancer aren't you mm-hmm. and i'm like i, I am i'm like i'm that. like how did you know and she said you're like exact you're exactly a cancer you have like all the cancer qualities wow. and it was so weird but when i look up stuff about cancers, like i am exactly a cancer like i don't feel like i fit in any of the other ones but mm-hmm. cancer is like perfect for me but as long as we have like a minute or two, we t- we talked about this in the unedited version, but we just had, was it Emma? Posted in The Strangers and said... Oh, a question? The qu- yeah. She posted in The Strangers and said, I believe she's in England. I have never seen slash listen <laughs> to Zach Bagans or know anything about him. I'm just wondering what it is about him that people dislike so much. Mm-hmm. And we kind of talked about it in the unedited
2: mm-hmm.
0: banter at the beginning, but... I don't dislike him. I I feel like, I don't know, part of me feels guilty now because he's just an easy target to make fun of. He
2: made himself a target. (laughs) He did make himself a
0: target. He's, he's, like you said, you, you blame him for...
2: A lot of people, including the people in question, blame him for their shows getting canceled. Yeah. Destination Fear being one of them. So, I don't know. To me there's a lot of people who have come out and said that he just he basically anytime they try to do something at least on the networks he's involved in it doesn't go anywhere or it gets canceled because he wants to be the big the big player. So if you're not part of whatever he's doing, he won't have it.
0: But and like Corey said, he also gives off that
1: like frat bro kind
0: frat of bro oh, totally. vibe and I I feel like it was the same with ghost hunters with taps when that came out that I feel like he started with good intentions, but then you just get wrapped up into believing your own hype mm-hmm. that, which is what's going to happen to us when the podcast gets it big, you know? Oh, sure. Like we're going to get podcasts canceled that we don't like. We're going to be like, we're going to have all that power,
2: all the shade thrown at us. Okay. <laughs> Here's a you good know? example. In Pro- you're not there yet, but project fear, that's the yeah. YouTube channel. They just started using the spirit box because Zach told Dakota, you can't use it because I made it famous. Oh God! So he <laughs> okay. he was told that's, that yeah. nobody can use it because I was the first person to use it, and yeah. now they use it all the time. That'd be
0: like us if another podcast struggled with opening packages. We'd be like, no, that's that's <laughs> that's our stick. That's, that's
2: our stick. <laughs> you know, Chris is a weakling, and she can't open a bag. <laughs> but
0: I don't, I don't totally dislike him, but he's just it's a, entertainment. He's an easy target. <laughs> you know? I call
2: it entertainment. Yeah. I don't take what they do very seriously. To yeah. be honest with you.
0: I feel like the Newkirk's like people always say that our tone changes with the when we talk about the Newkirk's, oh, yeah. but I feel like they're. I was watching them this morning. Where are you?
2: <laughs> I love their setup, by the way. I'm sure his
1: museum is interesting, and I've probably only watched like five episodes of whatever show he's Ghost hosting. Adventures. Ghost Adventures, yeah. but I look at it the same way. It's it's entertainment. It's not like it's a documentary where yeah. you're you know trying to make everything legit and I, I don't know. It's I don't believe in anything anyway. So the fact that he gets possessed every episode or they always seem to find something or they run around like it's the biggest find in the world.
0: Well, I, I actually just listened to an episode of, I think, Jim Harrell's Paranormal Podcast. I love him. He had, He's been around forever. He had, um oh my God, what's his name? Lloyd Orbach. Mm-hmm. He's a big wig. Yeah. I, uh, my brush with fame with Lloyd Orbach is I stepped on his foot at a convention. <laughs> Um, that sounds all right. Yeah. But I, I did. And I didn't know it was him because I stepped on his foot when we were at a paranormal convention. And Natalie, like, apologized. He's like, I'm sorry. My boyfriend stepped on your foot. And then we're sitting there. And then they announced Lloyd Orbach. And then he stood up. And I'm like, oh, God, I just stepped on his foot. <laughs> but he talked about how. If, like, they, like, Jim Harrell asked him, if you could do your own paranormal show, what would it be? And he said the problem with paranormal shows like Ghost Adventures and stuff is it's more about the cast than it is about the actual haunting. Yeah. You know, and that's true. It's 100% more about the investigators than it is about the actual haunting. Mm -hmm. You know, like he said, in his ideal one, you wouldn't even necessarily know that the investigators, you would know more about the haunting situation, which is 100% accurate. Yeah. You know?
1: Well, if you guys wanted to make a show, you know exactly what to avoid.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that'll be our next step. We'll be a, have our. I think we show. will
2: post some of our Well, especially like our video, video our,
0: our ghost hunt that we're going to yeah. be going on coming that up. Will,
2: some of that will be on YouTube. Yeah.
0: Some of that will be on YouTube. We want to get more video and like actually start doing investigations and having chunks of yeah. video of us doing investigations, mm-hmm. you know, which is frightening and exciting at the same time. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yep. I think should we jump into the topic?
2: Yeah, now we totally ran over. <laughs> okay, but I want to again.
0: I want to say the topic Corey and I will be doing. I'm only going to jump in for one part of Corey's. Um, I took a lot of my time off. Now my batteries are completely dead. I need to recharge over break. Um, but our ours has some adult themes, mm-hmm. and I I want to dance a line between saying them and not saying them but we're just going to say some of the stuff i'll try to tamper because it's it's some of it can be and again my students you're probably not going to like the story because it's more of an internet mystery than anything paranormal but like so many of the stuff that i've listened to videos i've talked like everybody starts off with saying how lake city quiet pills is a hard story to get a grasp on that you can talk about it in a condensed version because it's it's a rabbit hole. This one is 100% a rabbit hole that if you want to go into, you will go down this rabbit hole. But yeah. it's very complicated.
1: Even chronologically, it, it doesn't no, flow right. even you chronologically. Like go backwards and then go forwards and then talk about websites and talk yeah. about posts and yeah. usernames.
0: And... Yeah. But at the same time, you might and I- you are, Might be lost. You might be lost. At the same time, you and I were into this like from the start. I yeah. remember being there kind of when this came out. Because I remember seeing the Google Maps image of where his ashes were supposedly buried or spread by yep. the mall that used to be his childhood home. And I'm jumping ahead of myself mm-hmm. here. But you and I were in this from the beginning, and yeah. we were fascinated. And I remember, like, the, even the first time you came on the podcast, we were saying at some point you and I need to do Lake City Quiet Pills. Because it's it's not, like I said, no paranormal, nothing scary it's just like a fascinating internet mystery. Yep. Uh, I know Brad Maderis covered it oh, nice. on on his podcast, okay. and it's just a hard one to grasp. So we're gonna do our best. So
1: yeah, I I spent some time trying to make it the most
2: like palatable,
1: palatable, yeah. <laughs> and like easier to understand. Um, when I was doing research, there are a lot of podcasts that talk about it, but they basically use only the same. Two sources, yeah. mm. either the Thinking Sideways one where they actually did some yeah. investigating on their own The, the thing the is, everybody
0: said the Thinking Sideways episode on Lake City Quiet Pills is the gold standard for Lake City Quiet Pills. But then when you started researching this, you were worried because Thinking Sideways is done, and I guess their episodes are gone. Yeah, I Like, you can't it. get them anymore. Oh, really? But there's another podcast that I don't... I'm drawing a blank on the name, but they actually... Ha- i just saw something by the stairway oh, like seriously i thought i saw someone standing there oh boy um but they they released a podcast that is just thinking sideways episode that's so sh- it's still shattered, oh, souls? shattered souls like hmm. yeah so they they're doing episodes and just re-releasing the important thinking sideways episodes so that's where we found this. but everybody said thinking sideways episode was the gold standard for the lake city quiet pill story
1: yeah that and the uh unsolved.com had a
0: unresolved was it unresolved or unsolved unresolved,
1: unsolved unresolved That one because i think that's a it.
0: podcast too and i think yeah. they covered it yep and that but
1: was the... one of the other ones that everybody just seemed to follow so yeah there are some new updates that i'll get to at the end of it but yeah it's uh, i tried my best to make it understandable <laughs> but at the same time not not throwing names out and dates and, and trying to keep it as succinct as possible let's do it we're going into it we're yep. going into it all right so the Lake City Quiet Pills is what we're going to be talking about. Uh basically in a nutshell, it's an internet-based mystery that started on Reddit in about 2009. Uh for those of you that don't know Reddit, it's obviously probably one of the biggest sites in the world. I love Reddit. Yeah, I, I mean, look at I it seriously... the
2: definition of a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, Reddit. They <laughs> you
1: know? yeah, like I every
0: day I'm subscribing to another subreddit just like really niche things like yeah. there I just found one this morning called Alien Bodies that, you know, like talks about like recovered alien, like mm. anything that you are interested in.
2: I think uh, I need to get the app because you, I find the website very confusing. You do need to get
0: the app because it's a lot better, but Reddit's yeah. a rabbit hole.
1: Uh, the, the, the posts are fine. It The gold is where the comments are. Yeah. Because that's where everybody starts talking about whatever the post link was, whether it's a story yeah. or whatever, then the comments. Are yeah, just... it's
0: seriously become my go-to for like yeah. research stuff to see
1: what people are saying about things. Uh, basically, Reddit is a news, it's an aggregator or a discussion website. It was started in 2005, but really began blowing up maybe a year later once it got pretty popular.
2: Wow, it's been around that long? Yeah, yeah.
1: it's it's Dang. been around a while. Okay. So this all started with a user on Reddit who went by the moniker 2 6 That's his username, 2-6. He posted on Reddit that the other user, Religion of Peace, had passed away. So basically just announcing that somebody he knew had passed away. Here's the post. Quote, Milo died today. He was 79 years old. He died at his desk looking at your site. Milo was a mean old effer. (laughs) Mean and ornery. He hooked me up with my first gig when I got out of the army. I didn't like finding him like that. Milo didn't didn't have any living relatives and no real friends, and other than his landlady and a few people where he worked, he didn't talk to anyone about much of anything. Me, he just tolerated. As I said, he was mean. I think he used that as a shield to keep people away from him. Milo thought God was some kind of game thought up by some lazy (laughs) SOBs who didn't want to work every day. So he's going into the fire... On Monday, without a service, just like he wanted. I'm planning to dump his ashes in the woods in Pennsylvania near where he was born. Can't put them right there because there's a mall there now. I gave the girl next door his raggedy old cat and most of his books. His computers and electronic SHIT he tagged for disabled vets and the VA. All the rest of his stuff is at the Salvation Army. All those years and everything he owned fits in the trunk of my car. I don't know what else to say. I'll miss him. Miserable bastard. So, most of that, unquote, uh, most of the commenters about his passing seem very respectful, um, sorrowful for his passing, although a few seem to think the opposite of him and were glad that he was gone.
0: Like he was there, for, he was around for a while, and he yep. was just like a crotchety, like. Old. We'll get into that. Okay, okay. <laughs>
2: oh, you just curted Kurt.
0: and Kurt. Kurt. Yep. Wow, if you're going to curt me, I'm leaving. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I'm just going up to the bathroom.
2: Okay. I got to go. I'll be back. All right. It'd be funny if he didn't come back. <laughs> Missing 411. Do you want him to keep going? <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> uh, so Religion of Peace, uh, or Milo, uh, was a 79-year-old man that was also pretty, uh, he was a pretty prolific poster on Reddit and somewhat popular on the site. Like I said, his real name was Milo, but he also went by Religion of Peace as his username. He was described as a mean old man who liked to tell stories on the site, and whose account is still up and it's pretty extensive and full of crude and rambling posts. Posts about spammers, posts about his military career. Uh, he was So
2: it's still you could go now and read his You could post? type in
1: his user. Username is Religion of Peace, and then it'll show all the posts that he has. Okay. so Which I'm surprised they kept it up, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if they get notifications that people have died and opt out or find a way to to, to delete it or what. Uh, He even posts about about what gauge piano wire is best to slice throats. Oh. Um, How would he
2: know that? (laughs) uh, We'll get to that. Okay.
1: Uh, He was very competent for an older man with computer coding. Uh, he said he applied to the military underage to fight Nazis in World War II. Uh, he said he was there on the beaches of Normandy, but described his actions uh, being there as only passing 40-millimeter cannon shells back and forth on a troop ship. So it sounds like he didn't actually like storm the beach like more of the other people did. Sure. In some posts, he said he would try to help people get jobs after they left the military. Some of these jobs could be described as mercenary-type work. Um, he was a moderator on Reddit, which if you don't understand what a moderator is, you're in charge of a subreddit. So Reddit is the main page. And then there's subreddits on dogs, uh, subreddits on woodworking, subreddits on sports. Kind of, kind of like how you and I have control of the strange sessions. Like mm-hmm. we can edit Our posts. closed group. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So he was a moderator for two sites. Uh... <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, this is this is where we don't wanna. This yeah. is where the adult themes come in. Okay. So the website name was. There were two of them. One was Jailbait, and one was True Jailbait. Oh no. Yeah. So you can kind of based on that. It's not, okay. it's not. It's what you not. It's not illegal,
0: but it's living right next door to okay. illegal. Yeah. We're talking like adjacent. to? We're, yeah. We're talking like young teenagers in swimsuits, like that kind of mm-hmm.
1: stuff. Hmm. So one of the things he, he also side posted uh, that he was the owner of the website that old guy's image host, which is an image hosting site primarily for sketchy stuff. Ske- <laughs> sketchy stuff, but you know there were also memes and whatnot. Um, they did have some rules on that site, which were no animals and no fluids. So, yeah. So it's, okay. it's <laughs> Yeah. Definitely not a
2: yeah family friendly yeah. site.
1: It's not Nickelodeon. No, like it's not Nickelodeon. Uh, the site that was adjacent to him that he used was lakecityquietpills.com. The website was also a side hosting site, which means you have links that can go back and forth between websites. Some are pulled and copied from that website. Some are links directed from that site to another site. So the Lake City Quiet Pills um, was basically the web address for that old guy's image hosting site yeah. that was just the title of the site whereas Lake city quiet pills was the actual web what, address what's
0: what's the name of the big image hosting site i'm trying to think of that most people like use to host their images it's
1: like imgur
0: no, fo- Im- or photobucket i think photobucket. i was trying to think of photobucket yeah. but yeah. that's basically what this site was was like yeah. an alternative that you could put sketchy mm. was
1: imgur was imgur Reddit is still was, around was, was imgur, imgur like is reddits but like reddits yeah. yeah um and then we get into another site that is uh, Drunken Stepfather, DrunkStepfather.com. Yeah. Lord. But it's the also not The thing is, it, the thing is
2: it wasn't
0: because I remember back in the day, like when memes, like early, early memes would be hosted by that site. And I remember seeing the name DrunkStepfather.com and I'm like, that's a weird name for mm-hmm. a site yeah, but that one
1: that one started out okay and it, it started getting a little less classy it's along it started the way well. it started more genuine because yeah. there
0: were like that was a, a image hosting like legit images because it would show up sometimes when i went to click on an image that was where it was held but then like you like you said it got more and more skewed towards unsavory, towards mm-hmm. the unsavory
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah so those are the basic sites that are going to be involved in this just so people are aware um so after that death notification, uh, all the people on Reddit, you know, who said their goodbyes went on with their lives, but not all of them. So upon getting the post that Milo had died, some people that were on Reddit began to go through every post he ever put out there, any kind of search histories, any names that he dropped. And then two six, um, who posted the death notice, was another one that people were kind of like, oh, he just signed up to post that post, and that was it.
0: Yeah, that was like their only post was his notification, the notification that Milo had died.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was kind of weird that he just made one post. Uh, so people were going through, and these side hosting sites, one of them linked back to another website that I still use to this day, fark.com. I, I never go to fark. It's it's not as good as it used to be. Yeah. But basically, it was another one of those sites. They would post a, a news topic. Uh, they'd make a funny... A renaming of the link you'd click the link and it would go to like msnbc.com yeah. or whatever and then there were comment sections on those as well so they noticed that there was a, a user on fark.com named angel 2-6 uh so that's interesting that you know they were basically the same so people started looking at that and noticed that the email address of angel 2-6 was angel 2-6 at lakecityquietpills.com so again it goes back to the lake city quiet pills website and the link for the bio from Lake City Quiet Pills had the caption, Dispensing Lake City Quiet Pills to Lousy Bastards in Need of Permanent Rest Since 1968. Yeah, that was the motto for the Lake City
0: Quiet Pills okay. site. So, and people started becoming like, what is this?
1: Yep, so we'll get to that. I'll <laughs> no, um, shut up. <laughs> Uh, Angel26's posts and comments on Reddit and FARC were kind of similar to Milo's. Uh, you could go back and look side by side. Sometimes they would maybe spell the same words wrong. Sometimes they would always be talking about things in the military. So they were similar. Uh, some would even say eerily so. Um, it also appears that the 26 name was kind of passed around as a moniker for several people over the course of time. There were Angel26's on sites like Dig. Yahoo Yahoo Answers, Jaguar PC, and ZBrush. So just a bunch of different sites. Um, some dealt with computers, some dealt with just like obviously Yahoo Answers, somebody posts a question and then somebody answers it. Um, so yeah, there were grammatical and spelling consistencies between the two. Uh, so some people thought maybe they were the same, but a lot still thought that they were different people. Uh, once some of these users started putting pieces together, they decided to look into the Lake City Quiet Pills website itself. Some people noticed similarities in posts, uh, in users, topics, and they all thought maybe this was an ARG or alternate reality game. Uh, another user happened to... Keep that up. in mind because that's going to be one of the yeah. theories. So if anybody doesn't know what an alternate reality game it's basically just
0: I feel like uh, we've talked about We've talked about st- it because okay. I talked about doing the Wyoming incident, which yeah. was an ARG. Okay. So that's one, of the, that's one of the theories that we're going to be looking at that th- is that's what this is.
1: Um, another user happened to look at the source code for the Lake City Quiet Pills website, and this is where it gets interesting. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever looked at a website. You can I have. Accidentally press a button. Yeah, and you'll get the source code. And the oh, thing yeah, is, I the thing is,
0: that. I have because doing my research over the last couple of years, there's some sites. Right now, I have an add-on.
2: I feel like you shouldn't be able to do that.
0: Well, there there's some sites that you could not copy and paste. But now I have an add-on on Chrome that lets me copy and paste. But back in the day, I didn't have one. So sometimes the only way I could copy and paste a long section of text was to go into the source code of the page and copy and paste it there to bypass hmm. their not wanting me to... I don't even know if I should be saying this out loud, but to <laughs> bypass their not wanting me to copy and paste. So I guess I was, shouldn't make it accessible I was then. familiar with the source code page, and it's like... It's basically just like almost like a computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I know for some sites you can go into the, the file up on top, or whatever, and yeah. it'll actually have you edit the source code. But some had that grayed out. So the only way you could do it was hitting some combination of buttons yeah. or some but, button. But there was a way to, to see the
0: source delete. code yep. of the page itself.
1: So they happened to look at the source code and they noticed something. They noticed that there were apparently job listings. So these weren't your usual job postings that you'd find on like Indeed or whatever. These were kind of coded and seemed to be more in the vein of the military than anything else. So the next big question is, what exactly are Lake City Quiet Pills, and what do they reference, you may be thinking. The consensus is that it's referring to the Lake City Army Ammunition Plant, owned by the government in Independence, Missouri. What they do is they manufacture several different types of bullets or ammunition for the military. Lake City is housed on 3,935 acres. It has 458 buildings, 40 igloos, which are like storage, you know, like a Mm -hmm. circular-shaped storage building. They can store about 707,000 square feet. As of July 2007, the plant produced nearly 1.4 billion, with a B, rounds of ammunition per year. Wow. In addition, Lake City performs small-caliber ammunition stockpile reliability testing, and has ammunition and weapon testing responsibilities as the NATO National and Regional Test Center. So Lake City is the single largest producer of small arms ammunition for the United States Armed Forces. So So that's Lake City
2: solely just for military. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Therefore, everybody assumes a quiet pill is a euphemism for a bullet. Sure. Which is is kind of a clever way of saying you're going to shoot
0: somebody to shut them up because you're going to give them a Lake City quiet pill.
1: Yeah. And the Lake City part mainly refers to it being of government authority or ex or current military per se. So that's how the term Lake City quiet pills came about. Everybody is basically in consensus on that. So any questions up to this point? We have (laughs) a couple different websites, a couple different users. Somebody died and they looked at... Past posts, yep. uh, search histories, they found this source code. Yeah, and which they is found, what we're going to find. Messages
0: now. in the source code. Yep.
1: So, the source code postings that I talked about, uh, they here's what they look and sound like. By the way, these did change periodically. So, here's just a couple snapshots of what I have archived Quote, Shade is maintaining the calendar and access to the file dump. Angel has the job postings for EU, Europe, And Asia, we aren't sending anyone to ME. We assume Middle East. Yeah. Don't ask for listings. So here's the next listing. Quote, immediate need, 8 to 10 Chinese slash Korean. Fluent Korean dialect accent. Details after contact. 12-week half-paced sequester on refusal. The next one, two ground types. Fluent Farsi, Arabic, or French. No papers, no problems. Next one, quote, need formed group eight to ten, single OP or single op, delivery bonus, quote, agreement, insurance, immediate need.
2: So it's, those are some so of the. So
1: basically, it's. This
2: sounds like black ops. That's like, what like, it's, it's stuff. like.
0: It's like contract killings. Weird. Possible, possibly, it, like, yeah. in, like military. Okay. Like,
2: but not related to the government?
0: No, it sounds like me- well, we're gonna we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. <laughs> Maybe okay. Uh, the but whips. but like I'm thinking intrigued. sideways went into like detail on what like sequester means. Like if you know that there's a hit in India on this weekend and you don't take it, you're sequestered because you know that there's going to be a hit, an assassination or something. So you have to stay sequestered so that you don't accidentally release that, you know that. Okay. So basically, it sounds like they're using this site to hire... Assassins. Yeah, like that.
1: We'll get to some of the acronyms here coming up too. Okay. Uh, The website's HTML code was full of these job postings, which seemed to have no other explanation than being for military contractors or mercenaries. Oh,
0: before I forget, like, they didn't know. Like, at the time, one of the theories was that this was on a hidden part of that site where... You know, like you would click on a part of the screen that nobody else knew was there and it would take you to the listings.
2: So that's what I was going to ask. The source code is what... It shows up it's on the page, the site. Yeah, yeah. So, so
0: people he's... don't know if they were actually hiding this in the source code or if this stuff was actually hidden on a different part it's of the page and it on. somehow glitched and worked its way into the source code when it wasn't supposed to.
1: Yeah, mm. they may have known that if you go up from this logo up into the right, like 10 pixels, there'll be a little dot that won't be on the screen. And if you use your arrow, yeah. your cursor, and click
2: it, yeah, that's where. And there's sites that out. do
0: that where there's like a hidden section that you have to click on this exact pixel and to he get is to.
2: A Assassins looking for work would know yeah. where to go to yeah. find
0: the job yep. postings. Yep.
1: Okay, yeah, I mean, it, it did talk about assassin worker mercenaries, but there were also like defense, like almost kind of like defense contractor posts. Yeah, it too. wasn't necessarily murders. Yeah. It was where a lot of like, like 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 was it blackwater? A or something yeah, like mm. that.
0: it was a lot of like work like like blackwater, like ex military people contract out for. Mm.
1: But over the course of time, there were dozens of these postings um, that were hidden in the code. Uh, A number of these postings featured acronyms such as CCW, which seemed easy enough to decipher, which was concealed carry permits, uh, concealed carry weapons permits for the CCW. Although others remained a point of contention, such as W slash W, which some people took to mean wants or warrants in a certain region. So if you had a want or warrant out for you in uh, Germany, they obviously didn't want you to go because as soon as you landed, you'd be flagged Mm -hmm. for having a want or warrant. Although some people did see WW being as wet work, which means the actual killing of someone. Hmm. Other things popped up in the source code as well from time to time. One was uh, a second version of the death notice for the day that Milo, or Religion of Peace, died that read, quote, I'm sorry to tell you that old Milo died yesterday. He went quiet and calm, not like we all figured. I gave that fat mangy cat of his to the little girl next door. No service or nothing. You know, Milo. I'm taking his ashes back to where his farm was. We're close to it anyway. There's a mall where his place is now. Or there's a mall where his place was. So hoist a few for the old man. Remember what he said. Keep with the man who's got your back. And then two months later, there was one that said, For those who have asked, I bricked Milo's iron key the same day. All is well. What does that mean? So for those that don't know what an iron key is, It's an encrypted hard drive, like a flash drive, and by bricking it, that means you either intentionally render it useless, this can be done by entering a password wrong three times, or any other number of ways. And by bricking the device, you're basically, in essence, destroying it and any of the information on it as well. So he had stuff on a... So if you see, like, if you type in Iron Key under Google, it's like a, a bigger version of a flash drive. It could be a hard drive, and it's got, like, a dial pad on top. And then to access it, you would need to plug it in and then press like 343, whatever the number was. And then sometimes a warning would pop up saying that if you get it wrong two more times, it, it destroys itself, basically. Hmm. So any interesting information you didn't want anybody else to have, uh, you definitely wanted to put it on there.
2: Like a hacker couldn't even get in there? No. Nope. No. Okay.
1: It's like inaccessible. Yep. So by ending the message with "all as well," uh, this user implied that there was any incriminating evidence on the Milo's hard drive would no longer exist. Uh, two months later, this post was found as well. Milo's will cleared probate. Surprise! Milo was loaded. Email Shade. If we sent you out in 2005 or to 2009, Shade will have checks cut for you. Amount is by how many times, not by pay total. Small share is three to four k. Unquote. So, I mean, obviously, a lot of this stuff is misspelled. Uh, Mm. If you go on there, like, probate is (laughs) P-R-O-B-A-I-T. Surprise is S-I-R-P-R-I-Z-E. So a lot of things are spelled wrong, and I'm just saying them right. But they're saying
0: that Milo had money and that they're going to pay people that did the work
1: for him. Like, intentionally misspelled, right? Possibly. No, like, checks is C-H-E-K-S. Oh. Like, uh, just... Either somebody who types super fast and doesn't care, or, you know, amount. Because
2: I could see surprise spelled like prize being yeah. a, a hint at, like, yeah. there's yeah. money involved yeah. or probate. Amount bait. is missing the
1: U, so huh. it's, it doesn't seem to be any reason why they'd be spelled wrong. Okay, uh, A couple more months puts this now with January of 2010, and this one was found. Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, we are having a birthday party for the old man on the 19th. Party starts at 1,500 at the usual. Send your RSVP to Shade. FYI, we are booking a room for three days for anyone coming out of the area and overnight for locals. Come hoist one for Dutch Milo. Unquote. So you can see that there's, uh, it's progressing. Uh, there's in between these periods of these mercenary work postings going on. There's other things that are being posted to the site. And like all things associated with the LakeCityQuietPills.com, these posts seem rather straightforward, a birthday party to celebrate the life of someone that brought so many people together. And on January 12, 2010, this one popped up. Quote, we got 38 rooms in the Marriott on 46. Shade has key cards for locals, quote, or parentheses, pick up at the party on parentheses, Give your travel name to the desk and that's it. No ID needed since we're covering the bill. Keep the room service under 500, okay? The phones there are not secure. Bus from the hotel leaves at 13:30. Car service vouchers for return trip when you're ready to crash. Don't DUI and then five exclamation. Points. Yeah. <laughs> so I
2: love the part about the phones not being secure. Yeah.
1: yeah. So that comes in later as well. Uh, however, many people have interpreted these last two posts to, has, to have different meetings altogether. These instructions seem very odd for a party. Who needs to worry about using a travel name for a birthday party? Who needs to worry about insecure phone lines? And the last reminder, the reminder not to get a DUI, is advice that adults really don't need to be told. Uh, however, it's implied that any legal entanglements could be messy, and I could see that making some sense if we're assuming this is some black ops kind of thing. hmm uh, many people have tried to decipher what this could have meant, but the most obvious lead comes from the multiple hotel rooms. What kind of party rents out 38 rooms for a single hotel? In the years since this, the hidden message appears in the code of Lake City Quiet pills that some have tried to tie this to a gathering of an alleged party on one 19 and tied it to one of the most intricate assassinations of
0: the last century. Yep, and now I'm going to jump in here because I'm going to talk about this. And it, it is interesting that...
2: Is this JFK you're talking about?
0: No. Okay. Uh, no. So it's it's interesting that the post said, we're having a birthday party for the old man on the 19th. Okay, so keep that in mind. And they're talking about renting out these hotel rooms and this stuff. So now, the assassination of Mahmoud al-Mabua took place on January 19th, 2010 in a hotel room at the Al-Bustin Rotana Hotel in Dubai. All ma- I don't know how to pronounce his name. Al-Mabu? Ma- it's ma- called Mabu. Boo- Mabu. Ma- <laughs> ma- a bigwig in the military wing of Hamas, was wanted... Mm. B- or Hamas, <laughs> I should know that because it's on the that. news yeah, all the time. Yeah, hummus. yeah. Hummus. not, not Hamas. Uh, I don't like Hamas. I love it. Al-Mabu, a bigwig in the military wing of Hamas, was wanted by the Israeli government for the kidnapping and murder of two Israeli soldiers in 1989, as well as purchasing arms from Iran for use in Gaza. These have been cited as a possible motive for the assassination. At 6.45 a.m. on Monday, January 18, 2010, the first members of an Israeli hit squad land at Dubai International Airport and fan out throughout the city to await further instructions. Over the next 19 hours, the rest of the team, at least 27 members, will arrive on flights from Zurich, Rome, Paris, and Frankfurt. They have all come to kill al-Mabu. On a previous trip to Dubai two months earlier, in November 2009, the same team tried to poison him. It's not known exactly how the team did it, how how they managed to put the toxin, to get the toxin to him in their first attempt, although the suspicion is that they either slipped into a drink or smeared it on one of the fixtures in his hotel room. Hmm. Al-Mabu fell mysteriously ill but eventually recovered and was never aware that he'd been poisoned by Israeli operatives. This time, though, nothing was to be left to chance. It had been determined in advance that the team will leave Dubai only after they have confirmed with their own eyes that al-Mabu was dead. Israeli spies had been monitoring his email and online activities through a Trojan horse planted on his computer, and possibly through a human source who had betrayed him, although Hamas rejects this theory, and they know that he will be arriving that day in Dubai. The mission will be run by operatives working under the assumed names, and these are like the three bosses of the of the, the hit squad, under the assumed names Gail Foliard, Kevin Daveron, and Peter Elvinger, who arrive in Dubai the very early hours of the 19th. They immediately go to separate hotels where Foliard and Deveron pay for their rooms in cash but most of the other team members are using a prepaid credit card called a Payoneer, a fact that will be significant in the investigation to come. Al-Mabu is expected to land in Dubai at 3 o'clock p.m. At 1.30, Kevin Davron leaves his hotel and heads to the team's designated meeting place, the lobby of a different hotel where none of the team members are staying that was selected in advance for its convenient location. On the way to the meeting, he walks through the lobby of a third hotel and enters the restroom. When he emerges, he is no longer bald, but now has a full head of hair and is wearing glasses." The security camera outside the entrance to the men's and women's bathroom was recording all of this in real time and i'm going to post this in the strangers after the episode comes out but there is a video of this entire oh cool of the circuit like like the, the hotel CCTV? cameras yeah. yeah you get to see and then at the bottom it tells you what's going on yeah it says like so it's, it's, it's like i've always yeah i've yeah. always been fascinated by this video because i love like covert stuff like mm-hmm. this and like there's the two guys walking in the lobby with the tennis shorts on carrying tennis rackets that are part of the. Hit squad and they're all like, so it's crazy. Well, like it wouldn't raise any red flags to anybody at a no, resort no, or hotel. And no, people yeah, walking around like that. No, but I'll post the video. But it's like a thirty-minute video, and it shows like all the people, like the camera footage, and it's really fascinating. And there's also like a shorter news story about it that I might post too. That's shorter, but shows like the stuff. So it's super fascinating. Gail Foliard also leaves her hotel, and on the way to the meeting, uses the same bathroom entrance as Deveron from which she too emerges in a wig. By 2.30, there are surveillance teams located at the entrances to every hotel Al-Mabua has stayed on his past trips to Dubai. There's also a team posted at the airport ready to follow him into the city. So there's people everywhere Mm -hmm. that are monitoring him. But Al-Mabua, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. If I'm not, I'm sorry. Al-Mabua is also traveling under a false identity. At 325, two men standing in the lobby of the glitzy al Bustan Rotana Hotel dressed in tennis gear and holding tennis rackets report to the command team that their target has arrived and is checking in. One of them follows Al-Mabu down the corridor at a discreet distance in order to confirm his room number, which is room 230, and to get a sense of the layout of that hotel floor. al then heads out to take care of some business and do some shopping and stuff. Elvinger shows up at the hotel and requests room 237, which the surveillance team has reported is directly across from Al-Maybua's room. So now the other... They're closing in. Yeah, they're closing in. He's He's renting the room directly across from him. At 536, another operative arrives in the lobby wearing a baseball cap. Minutes later, he emerges from the elevator on the second floor wearing a wig. He, too, goes to room 237. At approximately 30, four more men enter the hotel and go up to the room in pairs. Two of the men are carrying bags, and all four wear baseball caps that partially conceal their faces. These are the men who will carry out the assassination. At 8 o'clock p.m., the seven-person group in room 237 makes its move. Deveron and Foliard stand guard in the corridor while one of the other operatives reprograms the electronic lock on the door of room 230. The intention is to rig the mechanism so that the hitmen can enter the room using an unregistered electronic key, while also being careful not to accidentally disable Al Mabua's own key. Hmm. So they're they're mm-hmm. tr- they're trying to get into his room without screwing up the lock system. At this delicate moment, as the team is beginning to break into Al Mabua's room, they are temporarily disturbed by a hotel guest who steps off the elevator on that floor. The footage from the security camera shows Deveron quickly moving towards him, blocking his line of sight and engaging him in idle conversation. When the guest finally walks off, it's clear that the lock tampering has been successful. Deveron and Foliard return to room 237 and the assassins enter Almabua's room 230 to wait for their target. At 8:24, Almabua returns to the hotel and goes straight to his room, passing Deveron in the elevator bank and Foliard in the corridor. He has no reason to be suspicious. His key works just as it should, and the door bears no visible sign of forced entry. Once he is inside, Devron and Foliard move down the hall and stand guard outside the door. 20 minutes later, it's over. The assassins exit room 230, somehow managing to leave the room chained from the inside. Which There's a way you can do it. There is a way you can do that with, I think, like... I know you can can open a chained door using a thumbtack and a rubber band. I remember seeing that. I never did. I didn't break in anybody's apartment, but I remember seeing (laughs) that years ago. But somehow they managed to re-chain his door when they Mm. left, which I thought was interesting. Somehow managing to leave the room chained from the inside. The team meets briefly in room 237, presumably to gather their things and report back to the command center outside Dubai. Then they begin to exit. And in the video, it's really, like, they didn't, they weren't good. They didn't do a, like, after the assassination, you see two of the guys go to the elevator and they're still wearing rubber gloves, you know, Mm. and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. The team meets briefly in room 237, presumably to gather their things and then report back to the command center outside Dubai. Then they begin to exit. The assassins are the first to leave. Minutes later, Foliard follows arm-in-arm arm with another operative, and Devron is the, last to emerge, is the last to emerge from room 237. Within four hours, most of the team has completely left Dubai. So what occurred in room 230 during those 20 minutes? So the thing is, officially, at the beginning, they thought... He died of natural causes, and that was the purpose of the hit squad was to make it look like he died of natural causes Mm -hmm. so that there wouldn't be any investigation, but they quickly based on like stuff, they found out that it wasn't natural causes. According to the official police report, the assassins, what I'm guessing happened is that as soon as he stepped into his room, the two Guys, three guys, I'm not sure how many, were in there like behind the door or whatever. And when he stepped in, I think they grabbed him. According to the official police report, the assassins first injected in his leg with succinylcholine choline Cecholine sacinoclo- a quick acting paralytic muscle relaxant it causes almost instant loss of motor skills but does not induce loss of consciousness or anesthesia oh, so freaky mm-hmm. then he was laid down on the bed and suffocated probably with a pillow there are also reports that he may have been shocked with a stun gun. The assassins used this method so that it would seem like his death was natural, which would give the assassination the assassination squad time to get out of the country before alarms were sounded. So basically, they shot him with. a sucino- stun
2: gun leave a mark of some? Kind yeah, like that's, that's why like some
0: reports said that he did. Holes or yeah, something. some reports said that he did, but most reports said that he didn't. I think he didn't, Okay. because according to everything, they use succinylcholine, which it's you scary it's scary as heck yeah. you know like you're injected with this thing you're paralyzed and then they put your body on the bed while you're conscious mm-hmm. and suffocate you with a pillow to make it look like you just had a you heart can attack you feel everything you yeah. know everything yeah. that's going on yep Ugh. yep like it was sleep paralysis yep. but much worse it was when the hotel security cameras were scrutinized that they realized it wasn't a natural death but by that time the assassins were long gone Because of the camera footage, the identities of all the assassins were eventually figured out and reported. Several of the squad and co-conspirators were arrested.
2: Yeah, why didn't they show up in disguise?
0: I don't know. And uh, like I said, I'm going to post the video. It's a fascinating video. Like, I've always been super fascinated by this. (laughs) And I believe they're talking about that charge card they used. What was interesting about that was that it was an Israeli, it was by an Israeli-backed company. But it was also distributed by a bank that was located right near the Lake City Quiet Pills Ammunition Plant.
2: Okay, so the moral of this is these assassins were likely people who found this job or well, recruited to Well, we don't that know. Website. That's
0: the thing is that we don't know. Um, Some things
1: tie together, like the meeting at the hotel in the Post it w- It's just,
0: 1500. It's, yeah, it's so. it's, it's like a coincidence though. that they said the meeting is going to be at this hotel on the 19th, and the 19th is when this mm-hmm. assassination happened at this hotel. Okay. So... That's the question like a, a lot of people say that they were unrelated and a lot of people believe that they were related, that that's what this hotel party was referring to, the assassination.
1: Yeah, and I'll try to get into yep, some of and that and that that's, that's what I
0: got for the assassination. Like I said, I'm going to post a video. I've always been fascinated by this, but it's like so many people went and it's just like they did kind of a shoddy job.
1: Yeah, for as good as they were, they also made some mistakes.
0: But then, but then the question, and we'll probably get to this in theories, but the question is...
2: Especially since you know all their names. Well,
0: if it was Mossad or whatever the Israeli secret service is, it's like, are you going to farm out a major assassination to this group Mm -hmm. on on Lake City Quiet Pills website? You know, like I. But maybe they would farm it out to other contractors in order to pull it away from them. Mm -hmm. You know, so I don't know. But that's that's the assassination that some people believe was the hotel, the quote unquote hotel party.
1: So there was no more visible activity on Lake City Quiet Pills for the next couple of weeks, at least not pertaining to the story. Uh, the site continued to exist as a photo dump full of images that were mostly not classy in nature. <laughs> Very not classy um, in nature. <laughs> but the messages hidden in the code remained unchanged until February 2nd, 2010, roughly two weeks after the assassination. The post titled Party Bills reads as follows, quote, here is the final for the party. Hotel rooms 48341 Limo 6081 Bus 569 Bar bill Bar bill 18890 Food 8030 Dancers 8300 Miscellaneous tips 8850 Miscellaneous expenses 2840 Medical supplies 180 Fat Tommy and Stu are okay, too. <laughs> I want to
0: know the story about yeah, Fat Tommy right. and Stu. Total,
1: 94,080. Quote, you all did Dutch Milo proud. Thanks. Uh, and that's so, it's so, like, odd. All, like. Yeah, we'll get to that.
2: Like, what are <laughs> dancers? What are, what are they actually talking yeah. about? Uh, and that's the
1: thing. It, it doesn't, you could interpret it in any different number of ways. Mm-hmm. I mean. The thinking sideways people like started looking into the average price of a hotel room to see if it jibed jibed with forty eight thousand three hundred forty, and they all came to the agreement that yeah, it's basically the price of a nice hotel room. Yeah, like if you
0: had that many hit people going there, like a group of like twenty seven hit people or whatever, it kind of it kind of added
1: up. Like dancers and miscellaneous tips, maybe those are code for something else. That's what I'm thinking. It could also be you know legit. Um. There were posts on the Drunken Stepfather website that the party really did happen with independent witnesses posting things like there being about twelve fist fights and one stabbing, which that's where Fat Tommy <laughs> maybe fa- I hope Fat Tommy Fat and Stuart stabbed. stabbed. Um, over the next few months, people involved with the site continued to post those strange hidden job postings from before with ones that read, quote, immediate need for Korean, fluent Korean dialect accent, details after contact, six week half-paced sequester on refusal. Six-month gig bonus. Quote two business-class security. Non, I don't know what that word is. <laughs> non-canus. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't even. Uh, fluent French required. And then, quote, two light surveillance, no U.S. W slash W, no Mexican W slash W.
0: I think that, did they think that means wet work? No United States wet work, no Mexican wet work?
1: That, or they thought wants and warrants. So yeah, okay, be, that could you know, be. Maybe you couldn't go to Mexico. But then I... they're
0: saying light surveillance. So it's not like these are all, like you said, it's yeah. not like they're all murders mm-hmm. necessarily, but it's stuff like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. So again, these all continued until the uh, around March of 2010, which was about two months after the assassination of Mahmoud. Uh, that was when curious Redditors finally began to notice and started poking around the source code to uncover more strange things like hidden messages. Up until then, this had all been unfolding under the surface. Uh, Once the Redditors discovered the source code and began posting links to it on Reddit, all eventually led some Redditors to begin linking up the January post with the assassination of Mahmoud, which then basically blew everything up online for everybody to read. Yeah,
0: because then that's when it blew up in everybody. I think that's when I discovered it and yep. was kind of fascinated by it.
1: And Then almost as soon as that happened, uh, the code for Lake City Quiet Pills was changed and encrypted. What once had been easy-to-read messages now become frustrating series of numbers and symbols. And when Redditors began working on deciphering those, it was encrypted again, becoming too convoluted to translate. The possibility of a one-time use daily pads for decryption and encryption seemed to have begun.
0: And we talked about that in the number stations
1: because that's how spies manage yep. to contact other spies. And shortly thereafter, the website was taken offline for good with new curators of the site deciding to change to a new hosting site. The website, once known as Lake City Quiet Pills, was gone for good, but the mystery had just been born. Yep. So theory one is kind of long. It doesn't Incorporate some other things, so we'll just go with me talking about it, and then we'll go with what you guys think after. Okay. So theory one was this all a stunt to make people famous? Was it a hoax? Was it an alternate reality game of some sort? Um, it's hard to get famous if you're using names or handles on websites that aren't the most well-known or even less sketchy than the <laughs> ones we have here. It seems like a lot of work to simply be a hoax. There was no gotcha moment or clues to find a hidden spot or treasure for an ARG. Uh, The area where Milo's remains were spread remains an interesting point as well. Why were they spread at these coordinates, which they actually did post to coordinates, and why post it? The Thinking Sideways podcast folks did a deep dive into that area and came up with really nothing that ties anyone known to that area. Uh, What about the iron key? If you're using a website with hidden posts, why use an iron key? Milo's probate cleared in four months, which isn't unlikely, The executor could have been local in the area. Probate is easy with limited property and possibly little to no debts or no family. Why use back pay for only that four-year span in one of those posts? Is that the only time these guys were active? Uh, Did he misspeak and simply mean bonuses were due to Milo being loaded? If the nearest big meeting area would be New York, because this is all happening around Pennsylvania, um, or if they had the party there, there is a Marriott's on the 46th Street, just like the post mentioned in New York. Again, the Thinking Sideways podcast did a deep dive into these numbers, and they all seem reasonable for the numbers for rooms, limos, bars, food, etc., to mathematically work out. It is strange that they tallied the numbers for a party and then posted them, though. Yeah. Are these numbers <laughs> supposed to mean something else only known to those in the group? And then Kirk talked about how the sequester part works in these openings. So... Uh, there are posts suggesting that 2-6 also died after this happened during a mission in Uganda in 2010. He had an aneurysm, fell into a coma, and died a few weeks later. A post references someone taking over the 2-6 monitor. That person was JP4. JP4 spends a few months on different message boards, boards and Reddit, trying to get the funds to keep the website up and running. Over the years, the owner of the website switches. JP4 gets replaced by Pierce. Pierce gets replaced by Bishop, Bishop gets replaced by Maxon, and in 2012, Maxson, Maxim gets replaced by Madam Meow. Kind of got a crush on Madam Meow, just yeah. on her name. Um, <laughs> and over the years, we find out that some of these the site IP addresses were all traced to Newark, New Jersey. So now, here comes in uh, a website, another website, and a guy's name. A website called HosterStats that's uh, it. historically... Uh, Keeps track of URL registration databases. Uh, The Lake City Quiet Pill's domain name was first purchased in November of 2001 with a domain host site named crystalwind.com. Crystalwind.com is a consulting site ran by a guy named Mike Adams. It's located in Newark, New Jersey. The site has contact info for anyone looking for web hosting. Over a year and a half later, the site would change frequently. Political, Political issues became quotes on the front page, and a link titled Our Customers brought people to a page that had a winking emoji and the words, quote, The crystal wind is the storm, and the storm is data, and data is life, unquote, which was attributed to the players' litany from the book The Long Run by author Daniel Keyes Moran. On June 13, 2000, the page is gone completely, with the exception of this quote. So all the stuff about consulting is gone, and it's just simply... Uh, The wink emoji and that quote on the website. Uh, For the rest of the year, nothing changes. On September 23rd, 2001, a few weeks after 9-11, things change. The website has no business purpose anymore and simply posts a don't tread on me flag, a picture of a Navy sailor with an American flag, and the words, quote, we're coming for you and a scribe uh, for those that took part in the 9-11 attacks. So basically, they're defending 9-11, saying that, you know, we're going to come for you, and then posting the Don't Tread on Me flag. On April 1st of 2000, well, the site stays that way after the 9-11 stuff for years. April 1st of 2004, the website updates. The site now hosts a placeholder page that is similar to the placeholder page for crystalwind.com when it first began, but now the address redirects it to lakecityquietpills.com. So between 2004 and 2009, we have no evidence for what the Lake City Quiet Pill site was ever used for. But for Crystal Wind, we do. Basically, what I'm getting at is these sites are linked, and I'm basically giving you the evidence as to why they're linked. On an index page for Crystal Wind, there are two links that lead to various files. Most of these are 3D images of women wearing a blindfold, earphones, uh, an experiment table, and a water-filled body tank. Yeah.
2: I was going to say, are they doing the Estes method until you uh, <laughs> brought know. up the body tank? I don't know. <laughs> uh,
1: there are more of these on there, and these all appear to be images, almost from a PS1 or PS2-era video game. So they're not, like, legit pictures okay. yeah. of women. They're, like, just weird. like, 3D renderings from like, what you would see in a video game. Um, these images can be downloaded into a zip file, and once the files uh, are downloaded, there's a readme file text readme file which if you don't ever know if you download stuff every once in a while there's a readme file that gives you the installation instructions so the readme file gives thanks to someone named trent the thief for letting people use the web space another links another link in there goes to another 3d modeling site that appears to have computer graphical images of young girls for yet some yet to be named computer game so you click on the readme file, and it has another link. That link takes you to another site that has a bunch of these like video game style pictures. Um, this is also some weird. Are, <laughs> yeah, some of them are, are weird the way, that they're, the way they look. I, I don't know. It's just weird if you ever want to look at it. Um, doing a Google search for Crystal Wind, there also was a guy's name that was brought up named Mike Adams, uh, that was in an archived email thread from 1997. So this Mike Adams is Crystal Wind go way back to 1997. At the bottom, uh, it is named with Mike Adams as the head of Crystal Wind Consulting, but with an email address as Trent at CrystalWind.com. Huh. So yeah. what this does is it shows a pretty fair example of Mike Adams being Trent the Thief, being Angel 26, being 26, and finally being possibly Religion of Peace, a.k.a. Milo. Yeah. So it's, is it this guy doing the whole thing? Yeah. Um
2: It's very elaborate. Yeah. Uh
1: the same words are misspelled by some of these aliases. The same mm-hmm. author of the quote, uh the author that, that Daniel Keys Moran shows up in different posts by some of these different authors or the different users.
2: That's interesting the same words are misspelled. Yeah, yep.
1: I mean, that's super interesting. Yeah. So to kind of wrap it up, uh, that Mike Adams might be all these personas and possibly even Shade as the sole person behind the Lake City Quiet Pill site. Maybe he needed to distance himself from the less sketchy jail uh, subreddits <laughs> yeah. and the drunken stepfather stuff, and what better way to do that than by stating that his internet persona had died. Also on 9-24-2017, the drunken stepfather's site was hacked, a user by the name of Madam Meow had their entire user history deleted from the site, just her account and a few others. The accounts that were apparently deleted were Shade26, JP4, Bishop, Kim Pierce, and Satan666. These were all the main players from the Lake City Quiet Pill site. All these accounts and all their posts were wiped, wiped. One day before the attack took place, a user on Reddit wrote in the Lake City Quiet Pill subreddit that it's time to stop looking into this mystery. It gives a little background into Shade and Milo. And his last sentence is, quote, a message to LCQP. I cleared your tracks. Have a good one. Yeah. So that's the theory one, in a nutshell, is that it was all this one guy, Mike Adams, who had all these links to uh, usernames and email addresses that it seems like it was all him. Um, I don't necessarily know if I believe that yet. No, and one of the
0: theories is that he, they want you to think it was just mm-hmm. him yeah, sure. and not really
1: mercenary-slash-hit yep. jobs, sure. you know. So then theory two is that this was an assassination-slash-mercenary group that was being used by the government or military to perform clandestine work, or they were doing this on their own. Why worry about phones not being secure or having to use fake names at a hotel? unless you're doing something you shouldn't be. Okay, so Mike Adams himself made a public post telling people to look at the source code for his website, then under different aliases complained that it was publicly accessible. Then why start encrypting it? But these job listings have been there for a while already. It seems rather obvious that Mike Adams himself created the attention to the site, and that makes no sense, since clearly if these job listings are bogus, it's an attempt to distract from something. The only problem is, what would that be? It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. No. Why draw attention to yourself at the same time you're hiding yourself? Why go through all this much trouble to start a long con, if you will, spanning several websites, several years, several emails, names, etc. for what? Yeah, there was like no purpose behind it. Like right. Uh, and then even as recently as this last month in November, the Drunken Stepfather website had its message board hacked twice, and it was archived and posted to Reddit, and on November fifth, Lake City Quiet Pills was removed from the Wayback Machine or Internet Archive. And in order to remove the site from the Internet of Ar- Internet Archive, you need to have a site owner to make a manual request. Yeah, so it's weird is, that
0: it got removed from the Internet Archive. Yeah,
1: so that's basically it. It, it seems like it blew up so much that they started trying to cover all kinds of tracks yeah why would you do that if it was simply yeah and that's just, that's right.
0: like we talked about this on the drive down here that i legitimately go back and forth i think it's just nothing and then there's sometimes where i think it was legitimately like in a, a hit squad mercenary site um you know what was i gonna say uh i totally forgot what i was gonna say like the arg thing like i talked about it on here that i had played the wyoming incident arg back in the day that was just run by some of the guys from the something awful forum because they were bored and they had all these mm-hmm. random weird websites made i told you that we went we the ba- the basic website was this message board that was set up years ago that we figured out was a place for serial killers to meet and you know, it's basically just these guys from the something awful forum. That once people started like getting into this, they just play. They just went along with it. You know, like they did stuff like some of us in the forums. It came up about number stations, and all of a sudden, number stations came into the the game. And then they finally just ended it because they were bored. They mm. were just having fun. And is that what this was? Was this just somebody having fun? But,
1: at but least it they, just they seems. Told people they ended it, right? Yeah,
0: so yeah. There's nothing like there, that no. For there's this. nothing like that here. Um, so the theories, the, the theories are it was nothing, it was just this one guy, or it was a legitimate hitman-slash-mercenary site, or the third one that I read, which which ties in with the whole jailbait subreddit, was that it wasn't like a mercenary squad, it was a child pornography-slash-trafficking. This is
2: all code.
0: Yeah, and uh, with the hotel stuff, like was it was it trafficking? Was yeah. it child pornography? It was... You know, like, I don't know I mean, to this day, you know, and, and somebody like the religion of peace read it. Somebody just posted on it. Like somebody took over the, somebody took over the username for the first time in years. So it's like, what's going on with this? What, but there's a whole subreddit dedicated to Lake City quiet pills. It's like a fascinating, was the hotel assassination part of this? Like I have a hard time thinking that Mossad or the Israeli secret you know service whatever would would contract stuff out to lake city quiet pills website but 27 people yeah. they said they they think there were 27 people in this hit squad you know maybe
2: how else would you communicate without yeah mean
1: we wouldn't know about it if the assassination made it seem like it was natural causes you know because yeah. it didn't maybe they didn't want to kind of blow back maybe they did hire these guys out because who would be the first person you would think would have done it would have been Mossad, and so, that,
0: but you would also think massad would have been more not as sloppy as these moment. people hired from right. the <laughs> drunken stepfather.com <laughs> site or whatever
1: yeah. as to how it, that tied in yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know and really. i
0: know this doesn't seem like that big of a mystery to people but Corey so and i were like fascinated with mm-hmm. this when it was happening like Especially i remember when you
1: watch that video the video just makes it like the wow, video of the hotel was so good but yet so not good at the, well, same at the time.
0: end like i think at the end the girl whatever her name was i have it in here but she looks like straight up at the camera security camera like she's gloating mm-hmm. that they just kill this guy you know but yeah. my mind keeps going back to how much it sucks to be him to walk into his hotel room get grabbed Is he a bad guy though yeah, he wasn't a good guy. Okay, you know well, he had to come but <laughs> it's just uh, it's weird. So that's mm. that's yeah. Lake City. I at at the end,
1: I really. Well, so if
2: we know all of their names, or at least the main players, are they like I think they, they ever brought to justice? I think they got jailed? Yeah, I okay. think so. someone got arrested
1: and I put think in jail. So. But as to whether they, you know, if you could find a link from, they're so good at covering their tracks for this kind of stuff that yeah. if you could find a way to link one of these guys to either the two six or Shade or. What was her, Madam Meow? Madam Meow, you know, but it's, yeah. The, the being anonymous on the internet, it's hard to tie but, people's usernames you know, into real names. At the
0: end of the day, I do think that it was mercenary work that they yeah. were, and I think somehow it glitched and went into the source code. But isn't that what Blackwater is? Isn't that like ex-military people that get contracted out? And that's mm-hmm. basically what this is. But, but I do... I don't know if I think the hotel assassination was tied in, but it's just such a weird coincidence, coincidence mm-hmm. that it was said the hotel party on the 19th, and then he gets assassinated on the 19th. Yeah, we
1: had a guy that left the military, came to work by us, and then left uh, after a couple months to go back to the military, and he yeah. was going to be a bodyguard for well, diplomats.
0: That, you know, the, the old Soldier of Fortune magazine in the yep. 70s and 80s, you would hire ex-military people for stuff, and it didn't mm-hmm. always you didn't know if it was an assassination or just protection, but... But I don't know. I, at the end of the day, I think it was a legitimate mercenary site. That's what site. it feels like. Yeah, mm. but I don't know if the hotel part part was tied in with it. But yeah. I can see it being part of the whole.
1: And I think the only reason that they tied it together was because of the date. Yeah, they looked to see what happened. But the on.
0: hotel, like the, the like the the pay, yeah, stuff I mean. is so weird. It's like. Yeah, we and, have and, and secure parties. secure phone, like, yeah. you guys have, guys have Christmas, have Christmas parties. parties. Do you, Nobody do you
1: get, goes on there two weeks later e- and says, here's how much yeah. we spent on... Do you yeah, get emails race. saying
0: that the phones no. are secure at, ho- at, yeah. at Fox Hills or wherever nope. you go for your Christmas party? Nope. So it's just so weird. It's very weird. I Part of me does think the hotel assassination was tied in with it, and yeah. I do think it was mercenary work. Um, I just think if it was an ARG or this guy just hoaxing, there was no payoff, or and it started so early. And you, you know about it by yeah. now, probably. so just yeah. fascinating rabbit hole
1: yeah if anybody wants to use any of the sources the the best probably two are well i mean obviously the lake city quiet pills subreddit it does have two posts about uh timelines yeah the and timeline perfect, post is good perfect timelines just a small little sentence saying what happened on this day or what was found on this day uh the december 3rd 2015 thinking sideways podcast about lake city quiet pills and if you're a YouTuber, Nexpo. N-D-X-P-O, yeah, Nexpo,
0: Nexpo's is always.
1: Has a uh, Lake City Quiet Pills, an internet mystery uh, video. It's about 45 minutes, 50 minutes?
0: I think he kind of brushes it off as being nothing. Yeah. But, but, but he, I, I'm not so sure. Yeah,
1: he did some investigation, just like the Thinking Sideways podcast people did into it. So if you want to go down that rabbit hole, there you go.
0: And it is a big rabbit hole. I mean, we just touched the surface of it, really. It's... <laughs> But hopefully it was okay. Like, it's hard. It's a hard story to encapsulate. Yeah, I followed it. It's a hard story to encapsulate in, and people, like a lot of people, I think, are going to listen to it and be like, that yeah, was dumb. You're spanning but websites, just, you're spanning
1: yeah. people, you're, some people, although maybe our different users are maybe the same user, yeah. and you're going back and referencing them later. It, and...
0: It's just one that we knew you and I had to do because you yeah. and I were like fascinated with that story from the get go, from when it was going on. So mm, that is Lake it. City Quiet Pills.
2: Nice. I thought that was great.
0: Thank you. Good job, Corey.
2: Yeah, as always. As always. Are you ready for my topic?
0: Ready. Mm
2: -hmm. (sighs) Mine has a bunch of Russian names, so I'm hoping I (laughs) don't (laughs) mess this up. But I'm going to be covering the Korovina group incident. Um, I got the bulk of my information from the Scary Interesting channel on YouTube, but also ThoughtCatalog.com and StrangeOutdoors.com. So, in 1993, so much more recent than <laughs> this one, than you imagine. Are you familiar with this story?
1: Just on just very very little.
0: Okay, I don't really know anything about it.
2: A group of seven Russian hikers, led by master hiker and survivalist Lidmil- Lidmilia.
0: I love the name. I'm going to struggle. This, this is, Lidnilla, already, this, is this is already this is this is already totally giving off Detlaw yeah. of pass. Totally, 100. <laughs> well, that was one of her names. One of the girls.
2: That was names. one of the girls' oh, name. was, was Lamilla. Yeah. yeah, Coravina. So it's Ludmilla Coravina. Set off on a trip into the Kamar-Daban mountain range to take part in an event that was known as the Triada Tourism Festival. Ludmila had gathered a group of her favorite students to embark on a special trip that was more challenging than likely anything they had done prior. So the group con- consisted of Ludmila. She was 41. She had spent decades teaching mountaineering to students from Kazakhstan and was known for pushing people to their absolute limits. But past students have said that although she was really tough, she was literally the best guide and mentor that you could possibly have. The rest of the group, Alexander, Krisen, Uh, He went by the name Sasha. He was 23. Tatiana Filipenko, 24. I love the
0: name name Tatiana.
2: Denis Shvakin, who was 19. Valentina, who went by Valya. Uchenko was 17. Victoria Zalasova, who was 16. And Timur (laughs) Bapanov, who was 15. I probably butchered all those names. (laughs) So quite quite a range of people, but all pretty young other than... um, Ludmila, who is 41. And they all are coming to this group with varying degrees of experience. Some of them had barely done any mountaineering or hiking, and some were quite experienced. So the Kamar Daban Mountains are a small chain that form part of Russia's South Siberian Mountains. It's um, really close to Mongolia. While not the highest peak by any means, it tops out at just under 2,400 meters, they're very challenging and are thought to be the oldest mountain range in the world. Uh, The range spans 350 kilometers from east to west, and in summer months, average temperatures are around 60 to 65 degrees Fahrenheit, or 15 to 18 Celsius, and are quite humid. It's considered a safe hiking mountaineering destination, but the route that this group planned to take is not for the average hiker. At the time, Russia was using a four-grade rating system for difficulty, which measured not only how far or long you would walk— but how high you would be climbing, and even it took into account like the number and um, types of skills that you would need to do it safely. I'm sure you've already guessed this route was a number four, which is the highest grade. Ludmilla knew that this would be a very challenging excursion, and the group spent months training and preparing for the hike. So on August 2nd, 1993, the group met up to catch the train that would take them to where they were going to access the mountain range in Merino, The plan was to walk until August 5th, and then they would meet up with Ludmilla's daughter, Natalia, who was leading another group of hikers. The weather forecast was looking good. Above average temperatures and a little bit of rain was all that was predicted. And the first two days went by without incident, and the group was able to actually cut some time off of the hike and summit several peaks ahead of schedule by taking a somewhat unusual route. However, on day three, a cyclone coming up from Mongolia took the area by surprise and at higher elevations turned to heavy snow. The group was walking along a high ridge when the snow started to fall. They initially planned to push on and keep hiking, but as they were making their way down the mountain, they realized the conditions, which were getting worse and worse, were not great. They were all soaking wet and exhausted, and they just needed to make camp. But instead of hiking an extra four kilometers into the woods to seek shelter, which was on the way to their planned rendezvous, or it was where they planned to camp that night, um, which was, you know, heading towards the rendezvous point, they set up camp out in the open. Again, reminds you of Dyatlov Pass, where Mm -hmm. for some reason they set up camp like out in the middle of nowhere or in like a really exposed area. So this was super exposed, really windy, and it was like situated between two mountains. So this is about 4 p.m. on day three. So that would have been the fifth. Is my math right? Yeah. Um, the group was so exhausted, they never even got into their sleeping bags. They just like put up their tents, laid out some plastic wrap, and fell asleep on the floors. I know what that's like. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't even take their uh, sleeping bags out of like the plastic wrapping that they came in. Dang! They had a really rough night. A lot of wind. A lot of ice. A lot of snow. Tents were like falling. Things were snapping. That sounds so much. Yeah, like it sounds great. Doesn't They had to get up and be fixing things all throughout the night. They didn't get much sleep.
0: Sounds like you and me last night. Yeah. And Corey (laughs) last night. (laughs) Oh, you had a bad night too? No, I just
2: good. He just didn't get a lot
0: of
1: sleep. Yeah. I'm just usually sleeping at this point.
2: Oh, your third shift, right? Yeah. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So when they awoke the next day, everything was just completely covered in snow. So after making breakfast, they realized that the snow had covered basically all of the landmarks that they had counted on using um, to get out of there. (laughs) And around 1130, they decided to set out towards the forest to try to seek shelter from the snow because the storm was ongoing and just kind of get their bearings in hopes of still having a chance to possibly meet their group ahead of the schedule. Unfortunately, this is where things got weird. Things went sideways. Valia, the 17-year-old, reported that 10 meters into their trek down the hill, Sasha, the 23-year-old, just fell over. A couple of people initially helped him to his feet, but he immediately fell over again, letting out this horrible scream. Ludmilla told the rest of the group to keep moving, that she would turn back to help Sasha, who, after falling back to the ground again, started foaming at the mouth. If that wasn't bad enough, blood started coming out of his eyes and ears, (laughs) and he began violently convulsing. Ludmilla called to the rest of the group to get help and started to try to revive Sasha, but then she herself cried out for help. Valia ran back to where Sasha and Ludmilla were, and here is where some versions of the story claim that Ludmilla died the same way, so foaming at the mouth, blood coming out of her eyes and ears.
0: That's not on my list of ways to go.
2: Yeah, no, not at all. In other accounts, she had a heart attack. But either way, she lost consciousness and actually collapsed on top of Sasha. Tatiana, Victoria, and Timur started rushing back to where Valia, Ludmilla, and Sasha were, but almost immediately, Tatiana started gasping for air and clutching at her throat and then and this is so disturbing Tatiana ran to like a nearby cluster of boulders and just started repeatedly bashing her head over and over again into one of the rocks until she basically knocked herself out and she fell to the ground. Valia at this point just collapsed from the sheer terror and was kind of paralyzed and didn't know what to do. Dennis ran and hid behind an outcropping of rocks, trying to get into a sleeping bag and attempt to like shield himself or hide from whatever was going on. And when Valia came That's back, it's like a her, nightmare. It is.
0: It's <laughs> seriously like a like, nightmare. What is
2: going on? Like total chaos is breaking out. Valia kind of comes back to her senses. She checks on Ludmilla, who isn't breathing. She gets Tamir, who's completely hysterical, back on his feet and tells him just head to the trees, just start running to the trees. She grabs Victoria by the arm and pushes her forward, also toward the trees. Victoria is freaking out, trying to get away from uh, Valia, She doesn't know what's going on. She even bites her in the hand, just trying to get away from her. And so, but she does end up running towards the trees behind Tamir. But shortly after, before they even make it to the trees, Victoria and Tamir both start coughing up blood, and clutching their throats and tearing off their clothes before collapsing to the ground. Wow. Dennis yells to Valia to dump what you don't need, grab only your essentials, and run for the trees. And so he breaks away from the hiding spot behind the boulders and starts bleeding out of his face as well. And he collapses in convulsions. So now Valia's alone. So she sprints as far into the woods as she can until she can't run anymore, basically. The storm's completely out of control. She said that trees were coming down all around her and she just needed to find a safe place to hide. So she finds like a crevice in the rock in the mountains and waits until the storm calms down. She sets up camp uh, to get some rest. Luckily, Dennis told her, hey, grab your essentials, drop what you don't need. So she actually had a tent, a sleeping bag, and a change of clothes. But that's not enough to get her through this ordeal. Mm -hmm. So after she spends the night... Um, she realizes she has to go back to where everybody was to try to salvage supplies because she doesn't have what yeah. she needs. And so she doesn't know what she's going to find when she gets back there. She doesn't know if, if whatever took them out is going to take her out. But when she gets back, nobody has moved. So she's able to find a map, some food from their packs. But at this point, she still doesn't really know where she is because every all the landmarks are covered in snow. So she's just, I'm going to go back into the trees. I'm going to follow the tree line down the mountain. And as she's going, she finds like an old electrical tower and a sign of civilization, of course. And so she kind of keeps having heading in that direction. She finds another safe place to camp that night. She's exhausted. She knows she needs to keep resting. And she's hoping that by now, because they've missed their rendezvous point with Natalia's group, that there's a search party out for them. But unfortunately, Natalia knows how talented and skilled her mom is, and that this group has trained for months. So they're thinking they just got slowed down by the weather. They're fine. They're still going to meet us. So this hadn't the fact that they didn't meet them didn't get reported to anyone. So nobody was looking for them at this point. The next day, she wakes up and she realizes she can see the storm has kind of cleared out more by now, and she can see that there's actually a trail of these towers going down the hill. And so she decides to follow that trail of towers down the hill, and it leads to, like, this abandoned village. So there's, like, some buildings and stuff, but there's nobody there, um, which is a little disappointing. But then she realizes there's a major river that's running on the other side of the camp. And this tourism event that was happening, it was, like, an outdoors event. So there would be people fishing, canoeing, kayaking. And the river was probably her best chance of finding help at this point. So she decides to camp out one more night, get some rest, and she camps out next to the river. And the following day, using something she learned in her training, she took her sleeping bag and draped it over uh, a rock in the hopes that somebody would see it from the river. And so she did that. And not too far away, a group of Ukrainians were kayaking in the river and eventually spotted the sleeping bag that valia had laid out and saw her standing just kind of standing there staring out into the river they oh hey how's it going whatever Mm -hmm. wave to her and she doesn't do anything she just stands there and so they kind of kept going but then they were both like this isn't right yeah we better go back and check on her and so they did she she couldn't say anything at first um some some of the reports vary a little bit some claim that she was like covered in blood But then, according to the kayakers, there was no blood, and one even said that she looked like she had actually recently washed her hair and face in the river. Um, So they approach her the second time. They stop, check to see if she's okay. She's not talking. She basically breaks down sobbing, hugging one of them. They give her a blanket to warm her up, give her some antibiotics and other medicine in case she had some kind of infection. And then they take her back down the river— where eventually they run into two fishermen that she had met at the onset of their trip. So I had said that they kind of entered the mountain area in Merino. They had met these two fishermen and spent some time with them before they ended up going hiking. And so she recognized these people and they asked, hey, how's your trip? How's everybody doing? And that's when she finally broke down and spoke about what happened. But it was all just kind of like jumbled and didn't make a whole lot of sense. Because she was obviously really traumatized. Yeah, I was going to
0: say that's going to take some therapy to get over what, what yeah. she saw.
2: So the men, uh, they help get in time. Well, they get in contact with law enforcement to report what happened. They arrange a train ticket to get her back home. The police commissioned a helicopter on August twenty first. So this is two weeks later. It's the first chance that the weather was actually clear enough for them to safely start an air search. It's also my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um, two other hikers had also been reported missing just a few days earlier on august 17th so they spotted those and they rescued them because they had laid sleeping bags out on bushes to get attention i'm like apparently this is a thing yeah if we ever go into the woods and get lost we got to blaze if we go out. into the yeah. woods we're getting
0: lost i mean that's, that's... and we're probably not going to have sleeping bags no. so. <laughs> we're screwed.
2: the search crew finally came upon valia's hiking mates and found a mess basically The remains had sat out in the elements for two weeks and their bodies had swollen up. There were flies and all kinds of decomposition things happening that had like really uh, experienced hardened search guys puking when they got there. Like literally throwing up. Yeah, Everyone in the group had seemingly removed almost all of their clothing. So they were down to like thin tights. And we've talked about paradoxical paradoxical undressing because of hypothermia. Many of them were barefoot except for the two youngest, and those are the two that they were the last who were alive, I think, who were running towards the woods and then just started tearing their clothes off. Um, I think they still had their shoes on. She didn't mention that most of the people had removed their clothes, so that was kind of odd, but, I mean, of course, she was obviously very distraught as well, and memory gets distorted, right? Um, The crews wrapped their bodies in plastic after they were done investigating, and they were flown to a nearby town for autopsies. The autopsies found that the cause of death for everyone was hypothermia, except for Ludmilla, who had died from a heart attack. Everyone had bruising in their lungs, suggesting some kind of respiratory distress, which makes sense that they were all kind of gasping for air and clutching at their throats. But what's really weird is that they were all on the brink of starvation and had critically low levels of protein. I mean, we're only on like day three here. Yeah, that is weird. It seemed like the first three days went by completely without incident. Yeah. So it's really bizarre that they were on the brink of starvation. I googled the symptoms of severe protein deficiency.
0: That's basically like...
2: Like fatigue, swelling, risk of bone fractures and infection, but none of it was like sudden violent death. So it it just doesn't seem like... That was a surprise. Let's just say that. Um, So that's basically it. Um she's still alive. She like went to college. She doesn't talk about it much. Um
1: What are the theories? Are, are there Oh yeah, I've got some theories. So they, I mean did did she talk about I mean maybe you'll get to it and I'll get curted but <laughs> like did they talk about what food they brought?
0: Like No. Cuz poisoning it almost sounds like Yeah. cyanide poisoning or something.
1: And then like they didn't she didn't mention about them being cold?
2: No, not really. Yeah, I mean they then, were trapped in a snowstorm and they were wet.
1: But you don't go from not complaining about being cold to just being hypothermic yeah. right. like
2: that. Yeah, it doesn't seem like the right... I mean, the tearing off of the clothes obviously is something yeah. we know is common with hypothermia. But yeah, for her to not mention that I'm, they yeah. were cold... I'm guessing,
0: one of the, I'm guessing some people theorize that she, she killed, killed them. them. Yeah, that's what I have done. That
2: didn't come up in one of the theories, really? actually. Yeah, that's what I wrote down. But it just yeah. doesn't
0: make... like. She would poison them and yeah, then re- remove their. Sh- yeah, it just the doesn't make sense. doesn't
1: require you bleeding from the eyes. And
2: <laughs> yeah. Also, at she's the mouth. 17. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what mass murder?
0: Frothing at the mouth sounds like poisoning, like cyanide <laughs> yeah. poisoning. Yeah. yeah. Bleeding, okay. So, bleeding the f- from the eyes.
2: Yeah. Well, okay. So, the first theory is like Dietloff. One theory is that they accidentally witnessed some kind of military or which, government which, experiment. Which, yeah.
1: Airborne, you know, dropping of right. Like some, some kind, kind of, of agent. Yeah.
2: Um, That doesn't explain why she survived, though, and why in the years after, nobody tried to, like, silence her or stop her from talking about it. If
1: anybody would have survived, it would have been the older lady because she just would have been maybe more accustomed to pathogens or more accustomed. But not for a 17-year-old when the other people around her were that age. Yeah. They also come to, unless you had some kind of hereditary... Although you hereditary... could
2: argue that the, someone's younger, their immune system is stronger when you're younger. And she wasn't the youngest, but she was one of the youngest. I don't yeah. know.
0: Yeah, but I think if something's going to make you bleed from your eyes and froth the mouth, that it's, you're going to Your gonna, immunity get, has nothing to do with that. Your immunity's got very yeah. little to do with that.
2: She's never retracted the story. Um, Russia has used chemical or nerve agents that were known to produce similar symptoms yeah. and were rumored to have been tested in those mountains... The thought is that the heavy snow rains could have washed the agent to where yeah, they were totally camping. that's totally plausible. Someone became contaminated. Maybe they were, you know, near water or something. Someone touched it, and it quickly spread to everybody else. But again, this doesn't explain how she wasn't impacted, because she made physical contact with the no. first two people that like went down. the weird down. Starvation the, thing. Yeah, and
1: why did the one guy go and bang his head on a rock? The the person lady, going, yeah. lady, whatever it was. That's called. weird. Victoria, I like think. You're, yeah, like you're in so scenarios. much pain, you're, you're, you're trying to knock like, yourself out.
2: at that point. Yeah. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Poison drinking water. Apparently. It's like, almost like
0: a found footage movie scene where totally, somebody's yes. like going and banging their head against a rock. Doing to something knock unthinkable. Out. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to make of that.
2: Apparently, there's this lake somewhere in this mountain range where toxic waste has been dumped there for a very long time. And if they were topping their water off from streams or rivers or whatever, the theory is that. They could have gotten sick from runoff from that lake coming but, but, down the mountain, you but you again, why wasn't Valia Yeah, that? and you were affected that would by it. A
1: bunch of different people over the course of yeah, time.
2: right. That mountain was probably loaded yeah. with people participating in this tourism event, okay. so it's hmm. not a great explanation. What year was this? Ninety-three. Oh, it's funny because you when you look at pictures of it, they're all like black and white. At least on the scale, Yeah, like all the pictures I was looking at
0: were like black and white. It
2: makes it look like it was from like the <laughs> this, this mid-century. Yeah, like, and it's, no, This it's is also known
0: as the Kamar-Daban incident, oh, okay. correct? I think.
2: I, I, I don't know. Maybe it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, another theory was that she was just so traumatized by everyone succumbing to the weather and hypothermia that she just completely misremembered what actually happened this could explain why she did survive. Maybe she was better prepared, had warmer clothing, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, but I, you would think that the woman who was bashing her head against the rock—that that would uh, that'd be really apparent. Like, I have, although uh, I guess hypothermia, you probably do some really weird things when you have hypothermia. Yeah, but is but it, is bleeding from the eyes and no, ears part of hypothermia? No. I, don't I don't think, think so. so. What was
1: the time frame difference between her daughter, her mom? Thinking that they were going to be showing up, so when the so when borders boat, founder
2: um so
1: could she have mistaken how short the duration was like did this take weeks and she thought it only had taken days no there's I not don't enough time frame in between that. To
2: there's nothing in here that suggests that it like she was found weeks later. Okay. I think she Does was that, found literally It could be
1: something that she was in such a uh, delirium bad shape that yeah. she, it took weeks and not days and people just fell off along the way. And that she remembers it all happening at, at once. once. That's possible. But maybe she was so traumatic. I don't know. Yeah, It's weird. Well, because <laughs> like, they
2: talk about the, she's been rescued now, and then two weeks later is when the search happens. So I feel like it was probably, if they were yeah. supposed to rendezvous on August 5th, so when things start going awry, that night they already talk about the fact that they've missed their rendezvous. It could have been that day. And then I think there's two more nights where she camps out and then she's found by the river. Yeah, so it doesn't seem long enough no. to. Have I don't think the there's any time loss there. Yeah. Yeah. No, right. No,
0: that's just weird. Like none of it adds up really.
1: And, and think, they
2: all had food. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, think
1: the reactions from everybody would be the same. Two seem like they were the same. Yeah. The older lady had a heart attack. hmm. And then the one lady went over and bashed her head against. It's just, yeah. It seems like you would all sus- be susceptible to the same medical issues like why one decided to go bang their head and the heart attack makes sense if she was so you know
2: yeah she this woman is responsible for these young people some of them are still considered children really they're under the age of 18 and one of them is dying in front of her a heart attack seems like
1: yeah then the one guy hid in a sleeping bag which is somewhere along the way he must have succumbed to the hypothermia because he was But it was like he was hiding from something, wasn't it?
2: (laughs) There was a mention to, the storm was still raging because Ludmilla, when she was running back, Valia, okay, so Ludmilla, Sasha goes down, Ludmilla runs back to help him. Valia and the group kept going, but when Ludmilla went down, it stated that she actually covered them up and went to help. So they were actually trying to seek shelter just as they were hiking and covering up. So it sounds like the storm was really, really bad.
1: Yeah. It seems like the clothes being taken off seemed almost like an afterthought. Like they were already have been dead and their clothes were taken off. So mm. the, the, did they kind of come to consciousness, take their clothes off?
2: Or she <laughs> oh, just no. forgot that part. Yeah. Or in yeah. the chaos, didn't notice that that was happening. This one is just weird. The chief yeah. investigator theorized that this was just a case of mass psychosis due to hypothermia. I still don't think it explains the bleeding from the, eye. foaming <laughs> no. at the mouth and the bleeding from the eyes and ears. There's a lot of people with blood coming out of places and shouldn't come out. No. And I, I don't understand how hypothermia could cause any of that. So. I don't know. Some kind of chemical or nerve agent just Or, seems... you know, like,
0: uh, I know it's way later, but when, I, I want to have an episode next season definitely about. Uh, What's it called? Havana syndrome. Mm, Yeah. And it's almost, could this have been like a directed energy weapon that they were testing and that nailed these people and caused this to happen to them? Like, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know.
2: I, yeah, my, my theory is I have no idea. My my theory is I (laughs) have no idea. It really adds up in my opinion. The autopsies didn't, like,
1: there was no dried blood. Like, yeah, th- it's eyes. weird that
2: they don't mention autopsies. What they well, the autopsy was just yeah. Like they talk about the autopsy. Yeah, but I mean, it's they
1: don't have like, the bruised lungs yeah, they
2: mentioned yeah, but, and the low protein, but it doesn't talk about physical injuries, which yeah, I thought we're was just kind going of by odd. her
1: word. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Like, like I said, maybe it happened also fast, and that's what she assumed happened, or
2: it doesn't sound like anybody um, said that those things didn't happen though. You know what I mean? Nobody, yeah. nobody from the investigation team or the autopsy came yeah. back and said they had no physical injuries. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Think
1: somebody would came back with a like, skull fracture yeah. for the lady that you hit would her head so. against a rock, so that way we could be like, okay, this legit happened because all we're doing is taking her word of events for it, and all we have is her word, which makes it sensationalized to some degree. Mm-hmm. And then you have the autopsies that don't really discuss anything besides the hypothermia and the lungs, which coincide. So I uh, don't. We're taking her advice or her words as, you know, uh, fact. Fact. When well, and
2: she was a seventeen-year-old. Yeah. Uh, Probably this is incredibly traumatic for her. So it'd be I could traumatic understand traumatic for her. me. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> if we're doing a podcast and all of a sudden I start foaming at the mouth. And your eyes, it's going to be traumatic. <laughs> yeah. I'd be
0: traumatized. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I so don't I can see I, her misremembering yeah. what was happening. I honestly don't know what to make of that. I really don't.
1: Yeah, that's what I want to go with, like. The usual accident, hypothermia. And but the
0: banging your head against a rock is just, huh? Yeah. Like, what? But,
2: like like you said, did that actually happen? Yeah. yeah. It's just, just bizarre that it's not mentioned.
1: Misremembering, misremembering, and then not being prepared enough, even though it sounds like some of them were uh, pretty good with the. Because yeah.
0: none of it makes sense. It doesn't matter. Like yeah. the starvation stuff. I don't know. That's yeah, a puzzler. Know. That's I a head-scratcher, as Crystal head would say. Scratcher, that yeah. is a head-scratcher.
2: And disturbing. Hmm.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Dang. There's That's two that. stories for you guys. Yeah. What time are we looking at? Two hours. Dang, we still got song song picks? Oh, yeah. Uh, and a question. So, Corey, jump into your...
2: Yeah, I don't have a song pick for this episode.
0: Nope. jump into your song pick. Or do you want me to do mine first? Yeah, do yours. All right, so I was going to do a totally different one, and I decided on the drive down here I was going to... Do this one um last week we were geo or er, black black friday we were use <laughs> your words
2: we were
0: geocaching on black friday mm-hmm. and at one point aaron's daughter courtney and i were in quick trip waiting for aaron to pump his gas and come in mm-hmm. and they were playing a song over the the system yeah and I'm like dang I really like this song so I was actually gonna go with a totally different song but I'm going with this one because this one has been stuck in my head since the first time I listened to it I downloaded it that I loved it so much so I didn't really look at YouTube comments it's kind of a dancey you like a dancey I love this girl's voice holy buckets voice crush big time on this girl holy buckets but it is the song my last song pick for this season is the song "Make Us Never Happen" by Shy Martin? Yeah, I I never never heard of it. It's got like or the, the lyric video has eight million views. Wow! So I mean, it's dang. I want to say it's. I don't know if she's like. From the netherlands area okay but i love the song
2: Scandinavian. Song, yeah. yeah it is okay. called
0: make us never happen and it is by shy martin like i love this okay just absolutely love it so i will post that video in the group that is my last song pick for this season
1: i told kurt on the ride down that i originally had a different uh band and and song so i'm gonna and part of it was a joke um so i'm gonna see if you guys can figure out what it was This is a band that Kurt thinks is overrated. Led Zeppelin. It's one of my favorite (laughs) bands of all time. The song is one of the most popular songs ever. And the joke has always been, if you're dating somebody or you're sitting with a friend and you play it, you're like, do you want to hear the second best guitar solo ever? And then you let them hear it. And then you wait for them to ask, well, what's the best guitar solo ever? You tell them, wait 45 seconds, you're going to hear it. Mm. So it has two, the top two best guitar solos ever. It's a band that I like that you think sucks (laughs) and is overrated. And they're a 70s, early 80s band. Two of the band members hate each other. Holland Oates? No. (laughs) It's not Led Zeppelin? It's not Led Zeppelin. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I don't know of any bad blood between them. Two of the band members hate each other.
1: One guy left in the... Aerosmith? No, one guy left in the late seventies, early eighties and Pink Floyd? Pink Floyd. Oh. What's the song?
2: Is it a real it's, probably, it's the most,
1: their most, probably their most popular song? Brick in the Wall? Maybe their second best popular <laughs> song.
2: I don't know. Comfortably
1: um, Numb? Comfortably oh, numb. Comfortably yeah. numb
0: is a good song.
2: It is a great song. Yeah. That's what originally was. I love I was Pink Floyd, by with. the way.
1: I don't remember the guitar fan. solo in there. Oh, yeah, like the, the, after the first break, there's a guitar solo. Because the, the two, um, in the video that I watch all the time, it's a live performance, and the, the two piano players sing the first part. It's more yeah. of a spoken, and then when David Gilmour gets in and starts singing. Is
0: that the one you're going to post is the live version? Yeah. Okay.
1: But that was what I was going to go with. And then the joke that goes along with it is, you know, somebody says, do you want to hear the second best guitar solo ever? And that's the first guitar solo and then somebody will say well when can i hear the first best yeah. guitar solo? <laughs> and they're like, like wait. Let's wait 45 no, seconds no i didn't i didn't it. know that
0: yeah. i i don't hate like i think what what the wall is a is a yeah. solid album it really is like i've listened to the entire album and it's a good album so and i like comfortably numb i don't hate pink floyd mm. i just think they are Overrated. overrated. I think they're <laughs> overrated. Comfortably <laughs> Numb is a good song, but I don't know it really well. Okay. When you post yeah. the video, like, I'll post your, send me the link to your video when I, uh, I'll post it tomorrow morning. Right. I'll listen to it. Like, I do not dislike that song. I think it's a really good it's song. A great song. Right. I like Another Brick in the Wall, too. I think that's a dang good song. Yeah. Okay. So but the one- I just think they're overhyped. Yeah.
1: So the one that I did pick, I want to see if you guys can figure this out, too. It's a band that was formed in 1990- 1977 in Los Angeles. It combines elements of punk, rock, soul, funk, progressive rock, hard rock, R&B, blues, and jazz. They've released 14 studio albums and have sold 40 million records worldwide. The group has received several Grammy Awards and was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2009. Um, You'll know two of the songs automatically when they play. That's not one of the ones I picked. Um, A lot of the band members have died. The drummer has been recognized as uh, one of the best studio musicians as a drummer. He appeared on all kinds of different bands. Steely Dan was one of them that he played for. Um, I'm trying to give you clues. Uh, Like I should know this. Okay. As soon as I say this, Krista will get it. One of their songs was covered by Weezer just recently. Oh, okay. Toto? Yeah, Toto. Toto are awesome. So, the song song. I'm picking is from the 1988, their seventh album, and the song is Pamela.
0: Pamela is a good song. Yeah. Like, I know the song Pamela. I don't think I I do. I feel
1: like they don't deserve the credit that they
0: should. You mean they they do deserve the credit? Or they don't don't, get the credit
2: they deserve?
0: They don't get the credit that they deserve. Okay. I was like, are you dissing (laughs) total? (laughs) I was (laughs) already They don't get the credit that they deserve.
1: Yeah. Yeah. some of the band members are just incredible musicians. Yeah. Like and like uh, Rosanna and Africa mm-hmm, and Hold the Line mm-hmm. are all like staples. Yeah, but that but like, Pamela is one of the songs that I love when it comes on. Yeah. It's one of the few songs that I actually like yep. kinda sing to. Yeah. Or play air guitar yep. or whatever. <laughs> and uh I just feel like I wanted to mention a band that doesn't get the credit that they deserve. No, like it's
0: because.
2: a band like, I know. Like, yeah. there's, two there's, bands like I know. their song
0: Georgie Porgy. Yeah. Like that Rob Squad Reacts where they listen to stuff, they listen to that, and they're like, Toto, we're like super talented. There is a song. I, w- I was actually going to pick it for a song choice at some point, but is it Toto 4? Like,
1: Yeah, that's their big one with Rosanna. Or... Yeah,
0: but th- they have a song on there called Rockmaker. Yeah. And it never gets played, but mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite Toto songs is Rockmaker. It's such a good Song. I think they have
2: a much bigger discography than I was aware they of. They do,
0: and like yeah. Toto are super talented. Yeah, like
1: I'll Be Over You, I think is a song that doesn't get enough airplay. It's and I'll Die one. on the
0: Hill that Africa is one of the it's best songs so good. ever written.
2: And I, I think Weezer did a really nice job with their They changed it up. Yeah. The yeah. instead of it doesn't the original it's a guitar solo and theirs it's like a keyboard thing or is it the other yeah. way around? I can't remember. Oh, they do I change think, something yeah, up to make it their own. Yeah,
1: there's some keyboards in there I think that no yeah interchangeably. I'm, I'm proud so. of
0: you for picking that that's a toto is a like toto four is just a solid album like i love toto so uh, proud of you for picking that pamela is a great song awesome two good songs
2: do we have a question
0: and we do have a question last question for this year you ready yeah, yeah. No, i
2: can't Corey remember can actually what get asking. included in
0: this one you don't this one you don't know okay the question we got was hey guys I am so totally jealous that Coleman not only gets to hang out with you, but he also gets to go on a ghost investigation (laughs) with you guys. So cool. This got me thinking. If I was ever lucky enough to run into you guys in a bar... What is your shot of choice that I could buy you? A, if you ever run into the three of us in a bar together, it's either doppelgangers or mimics because I don't think the three I, of us would ever... I'm not a bar. Unless there's yeah. a restaurant if I, attached if I'm going, to yeah, it. Yeah, if I'm going in to eat. <laughs> but I don't think you'd ever see the three of us hanging out in a bar doing shots. Yeah, so I don't that do That would be shots. weird. I know what my answer is because it's my go-to shot anytime someone wants to Back buy me a shot.
2: Back in the day, I used to do a lot of tequila shots. My,
0: my choice, my shot of choice is tequila. Like, I like tequila. I'm not a whiskey. Guy, Bill. I don't like whiskey. No, I don't like brandy.
2: If you, uh, if you, I used to do Irish car bombs. Is that so? It's a glass of Guinness, right? Yeah. And what gets dropped in the center? There is like a shot that gets dropped in the center. It's kind of like what the what old drink from
1: Saucies, where you have a beer and you drop a shot a in boiler the boilermaker? maker. Is it's it like boiler? that? Yeah, maybe
2: it's... it's like Bailey's or something. Yeah. They well, drop what's the
0: in What's it? the one that's the shot of Red Bull in vodka or something? I have had that.
2: We are you clearly know, people is, who drink Yeah, we're a lot. not
1: drinkers. We're not <laughs> like drinkers. Said, you could put five different shots in front of me with like vodka, rum, tequila. I couldn't probably tell you what they were. Yeah, same. That's how infrequently- I know tequila. I, tequila is
0: like smoky. Like I-
2: I know, I would know vodka- but I love
0: rum chata, but that's kind of a weak shot to get like, Yeah, but dude, that's
2: like, the, that's my kind of shot is yeah. a rum chata. Yeah, yeah. but if yeah. Any honestly, I'd be somebody, drinking water. Anytime somebody <laughs> wants to buy
0: me a shot, it's tequila. Like, I actually really wanted like try a shot of Patron, mm. but it's like ten over ten. It's like fourteen bucks for a shot of Patron. Yeah. But I want to buy like I've never had stuff. like a top shelf tequila, mm. except that incident at El Tequila in Manitowoc where I had that one margarita. You know, I've told that story on here that you don't I went remember there. Getting home. You no, I, 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 The next thing I remember, I was home eating Culvers, and I went through the drive-through at Culvers. <laughs> that's crazy. And it was so and bad terrifying. for me. It was so bad for me. But I, I had one margarita, and yeah. usually that's nothing. So yeah. it's like, was I roofied? Like I don't know what <laughs> happened. Yeah. But I, I love like a shot of tequila. I like tequila. That's my shot of choice.
1: I don't really have one. I've, like I said, I don't drink. Hard alcohol rarely ever. No, and when you at do your head gets last, red. Yeah, you yeah, like have, last... He has
0: like a weird allergic reaction to yeah. alcohol where his head gets red. Mm, red and splotchy, and like you yeah. just feel the heat radiate. Yeah, mm. it's weird.
1: So so I haven't drank hard alcohol in a long time. Uh, usually I would just say whatever the person wants to give. I've branched out, and I've tried like pickle vodka or the whipped cream vodka or some of the stuff that's like kind of out there. The one that
0: I hate is gin. Yeah,
1: so if the one... I'll just go back to when I was younger. The one that always seemed to impress people was that cement mixer. Oh, I like cement mixers. Yeah, where it was like Bailey's with lime drops. La- Bailey's into it, and lime juice, and they would where coagulate you. coagulate, yeah, like you, cottage cheese. You put stuff. it in your ah. mouth
0: and you swish it around and it congeals oh, in your mouth and turns into like cottage cheese. I bet consistency. that would taste good, but. Yeah. That's out. probably what
1: I would go with just because I don't have a frame of reference for any kind of like weird shot. I mean. I'm not a big fan of like cinnamons. Like Fireball would be out. And... Remember when
0: like Scott would bring his triple shot glass and we would do the Three Wise Men shot? Yeah, that was Jim Beam, yeah. Jack Daniels,
1: and Jose Cuervo. Mm. Or the stuff he brought back from.
2: I'm getting a hangover just like Uzo? thinking Uzo. about it. Uh,
1: soju, soju. Yeah. Oh, it, was, it was like liquor, it was like Greek. Like, yeah, soju, soju was like, like a...
0: made with formaldehyde. It was. Yeah.
2: Well, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it ta- not it tasted that. It tasted as good as it sounds. Cool. Yeah.
1: The, what, the green thing, I wouldn't mind trying. The absinthe?
0: Absinthe. Absinthe, I wouldn't mind trying wouldn't either. Mind well, that's
2: not either. like a shot, though, right? No, that's something you sip. That's like a, mixed, that's sip. like a dra- sipping drink. Yeah. 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 Isn't I mean, that like supposed to have, like, hallucinogenic a effects? A spoon with, like, yeah. sugar. Sugar, yeah. 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 So,
0: Corey's going with... I'll go with the cement mixer. Cement mixer. I'm going to go with tequila. Krista?
2: I'd probably be drinking water, but I guess if I had to take a shot, of, I'd just do tequila. Nice. Uh, yeah.
1: the same thing with beer. You could line up Bud Light, Miller Light, uh, other... Besides IPAs Guinness, besides something? Guinness, I couldn't tell you what was what. You I could... could. I generally could. I could. Yeah, like so yeah, I, that's how infrequently I drink. So yeah, same. Good, I haven't. Good
2: question. I haven't had alcohol in like three. Good years. question.
0: If you ever run into the three of us in a bar doing shots, it's mimics. either someone died and it's, we're at their yeah. wake, or... <laughs> or or we're it's <laughs> doppelgangers or mimics. Yeah. So thank you so much for the question, yeah. anonymous person. And I think, I think,
2: don't forget the deets this time. <laughs> I think you forgot them last time.
0: You can email us at thestrangesessions at gmail We are on Twitter at no, we're not. Forget that whole thing. Yeah, we it's are on Instagram. <laughs> we are on Instagram, where Krista does an amazing job at the Sessions. You can send postcards and snail mail. Hold off on food now for a little bit. To The Strange Sessions, P.O. Box 434, Manitowoc, Wisconsin, 54221-0434, which I have to pay for this month or we're going to lose it, so thank you subscribers for the money for that. Mm -hmm. Or you can call our lonely phone line, especially over the holidays. Give our phone line a call at 920-443-9602, and you can send listener stories to The Strange Sessions, stories at gmail.com and...
1: Or you can stop a visit Kurt. His address is my
0: address. Yep, <laughs> throw rocks at my window until I wake up and come out and talk to you.
2: I did want to mention that um, Spotify is releasing their like year in review stuff. So number people one, are I'll be number one on the list. <laughs> yeah, people <laughs> are tagging us and theirs that say we're yeah, their top podcast so cool, or we're in so their cool. top ten. And I posted like some of our stats for the year that they gave us. So it was pretty. You guys fun. are in my top five, I think. Thank you. Well, yeah. we better
0: be. <laughs> uh, I looking at my list, I think.
2: Is that it? That is it for is season that a seven. Wrap? That
0: is a wrap Dang. on season seven. This is a
2: shorty. This is only like two two hours and thirteen minutes, and I'll, you're gonna edit some of that beginning out.
0: Yes, I am, and I think that's it. Uh, Corey, maybe, would you want if we did a Christmas episode? Would you come back for it? No, no. no, no, no. yeah. So we'll probably just skip a Christmas. There it's won't a be a Christmas episode. Yeah. Um, Stay tuned for a Christmas episode. Yeah. We'll just say that. <laughs> it's just totally a Christmas episode. <laughs> and that's it for season seven. It, is it started crazy. with it started crazy. with Atlantis. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. Nice. Yeah, which was going back. Uh oh, Corey's got the There we go. <laughs> um
2: Didn't Coleman send that to yeah, us? Yeah, I'm Coleman pretty sure sent he did. that to
0: us. All in all, do you think it was a pretty solid season? I do. We covered a all- <laughs> <feel laughs> like lot yeah.
2: I feel like we get marginally better every season.
0: Very well, I mean, marginally.
1: Just, you guys are branching out, trying some new things, so mm-hmm. I mean, after seven seasons, it's nice that you guys are, you know, going from this little rinky-dink outfit to something a little bit more. I think we have enough for ten
0: something? seasons. I think we have enough for ten seasons. I really do. Chris has given me the the stink eye, like she thinks that we can go on forever. I, I do. We still have strange states coming up. I already. Oh, and I want to say, of I want to say, states. I want to say before I forget, I used to do the poll in the strangers mm-hmm. on facebook on what topic you want to start next season after christmas but i'm going to do it like right away because so i want to start research. researching stuff i want to yeah. get a jump start on researching stuff so within a couple days after this airs i'm going to post in our closed facebook group the strangers i'm going to post a poll on what you would like the season premiere topic to be i already have like the first 10 picked and those Thanks. are going to change of course but blaine is going to come on sweet um, we're going to talk about our investigation coming up that we're going to be doing over the break that mm-hmm. we're getting all sorts of equipment now for. So we're excited. Corey said he would join us if we do the asylum.
2: Oh, nice. So we, that would be I nice. really want to do that. Like as a private group. Yeah. I would love to do yeah. that.
0: So we're going to do that, but we're, I'm going to post the, the poll on what you guys want the first topic to be for the next season. Sweet. Last season it was Atlanta or this season it was Atlantis. We'll see what next season is. Cool. So I think that's it. Anything else, you guys?
2: Mm-mm. Corey, oh. thank you
0: as always for joining us for the season finale. It is now tradition that you join <laughs> us for the season finale. The beer. And again, Lake City Quiet Pills, I love that story. But man, that's a dense one to get into. Hopefully you guys liked it.
2: I did. I yeah, Krista's
0: freaks me out because the thought of somebody banging their head against a rock yeah, really repeatedly. creeps me out, and I don't know what that is. But there you go. Anything else, you guys, before we sign off for the last time for season seven? I don't think so. Well, no? Nope. How long until you come back to Texas? How long till you come back? I'm, so, I'm seriously surprised nobody left a voicemail.
2: I know. Trying to creep us out. I thought for sure there'd be several people that would have Kurt, when are you
0: coming back from Wisconsin? <laughs> Keep an eye on the cheese curds. Like you ever leave Wisconsin. An... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening, and especially thank you guys that support us yes. on Coffee or Ko fi Kofi. Like you guys are funding our ghost hunting equipment and all of our stuff. Corey yeah. subscribes on there, so thank you, Corey. Yes, You're thank you, Corey. I uh, just thank you guys so much for listening and for basically giving a crap about us because
2: mm-hmm. we give a crap about you. Because we
0: give a crap about you. We <laughs> love you guys so much. Over the break, we will be coming to your houses and hugging you in person. You know, so thank you so much. Uh, and that's it for season seven. We will be back with season eight. Crazy. Which just floors me to think of yeah. back when we started doing this at the old school. So, Corey, thank you for joining us. Yep. Thank you for coming on. Krista, love you so much. Thank love you, you for doing this with me. And until season eight, we love you guys. Until next time, stay, stay strange. strange.